Uh, hey, everybody, and welcome to part two of the Big Planet Comics Best of 2014 podcast. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah, I didn't even hook that thing up. Uh, <laughs> uh, my name is Kevin. I'm Kelly. I'm Nick. I'm Jared. Yeah, and uh, hopefully you've listened to the first episode of this. If you haven't, we uh, ran down a bunch of categories, uh, and we're going to do some more this time. So just a, a little explanation of what we do. We start with a long list that we've already sort of called down from everything we've read in the year. And then we try to get that list down to either 10 for, for a couple of these categories or three for some of the others. So I'm going to go through these. Uh, first, we're going to do best writer. And yeah, we're going to so, come, come so up. To be clear, these are the best of the year already. Yes. So everything on right. these lists are is right. our favorites. Yes. Uh, best writer, we're going to get down to 10. Uh, best all ages comic and graphic novel or graphic novel, we're going to get down to three. Best colorist, we're going to get down to three. Best ongoing series, we're going to get down to 10. Uh, best publisher will get down to three and then book of the year which is our big category we're gonna get that down to 10 as well and uh, we're gonna number all that and have number ones for each category and everything it's gonna be great it's gonna be great yeah the last Let's one was two hours it. and 45 minutes we'll see how long this one is. yep <laughs> uh, but we should just get started so we're gonna read through all these best writers to start off uh, here we go uh, Jason Aaron the nominees are I should say. <laughs> uh, Jason Aaron Sam Alden Brian Azzarello Brian Michael Bendis Box Brown Ed Brubaker, Kurt Busiek, Juan Diaz Canales, Emily Carroll, Farrell Dalrymple. Kelly Sudakonic, Rob Davis, Jen Wang, Grace Ellis, uh, Noel Stevenson, and Shannon Waters, all from Lumber- Lumberjanes. Warren Ellis, Matt Fraction, Aisha Friends, Kieran Gillen, Gilbert Hernandez, uh, Jonathan Hickman. Uh, Hubert, uh, Matt Kint, Robert Kirkman, Lucy Nisley, uh, Alice Cott, David Latham. Uh, Jake Lawrence, Alec Longstreth, Grant Morrison, Ryan North, Brian Lee O'Malley, Frederick Peters, John Porcelino, Liz Prince, Rick Remender, Greg Rucka, Dash Shaw, Dan Slott, Scott Snyder, Charles Sewell, Mariko Tamaki, Raina Telgemeier, James Tinney in the fourth, Noah Van Skyver, Brian K. Vaughn, Sarah Vaughn, Fabian Vellman, Joshua Williamson, G. Willow Wilson, and Jean Luen Yang. Just to be clear, uh, someone asked last time if those were our favorites. No, we were just reading those in alphabetical order and try not to lose our voices. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, we should just get started. Let's do it. As always, I will make the inaugural cut. Take it away. Uh, Let's see. Uh, You guys kind of prepared a little bit and wrote down things that you wanted to cut. I didn't do that. I didn't. (laughs) I did not do that. Um, I don't ever prepare. Whoa, this list is really good, you guys. That was kind of my problem looking at this is... Best artist took us an hour last episode, and best writer is really, really good. And I think we're going to have the same problem with best graphic. I've novel. got a bunch that I can instantly cut down. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Nick's like I don't care about anything. Nick's got like four <laughs> scapels on the table right now. Okay, well, I'm going to start with uh, one that might surprise people, but I think okay. I think all of these are going to surprise people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to start with Kurt Busiek for Tooth and Claw. Okay, oh. uh, it's a, it's a few issues in. It's great. The third issue was awesome. It came out in 2015 though, <laughs> and yeah. uh, oh, it's so good. Yeah, uh, he's great, but I think, you know, it's just uh, there's everybody on here is great. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, I was also prepared with an inaugural cut that I feel bad about. Um, I'm going to cut Gene Luen Yang. He wrote all of the Avatar Last Airbender books that were coming out, and he did a great graphic novel called The Shadow Hero. Um, I love his stuff a lot, but he's gone. Oh, man. There we go. Uh, all right. Is that me? Yeah. yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and say, oh man, now that I'm thinking about it, it's <laughs> See, like, this is e- tough. It's like, do I want to do this? Um, You do, do it. 
No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with... Oh, boy, man. I really had an easy one, but then it doesn't seem so easy. All right, I'm going to go with um, Noah Van Skyver. Um, yeah. His stuff is great. Um, I feel like it's his thing is more of like a combo yeah, that's, pack, and it's not just his writing that's, that's that, good. That was the same problem we had with Best It doesn't artists. work without his own art. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Lizard Laughs was a really well-written short thing that we talked yeah. about in the last episode, but uh, yeah, I can see it. And I Don't Hate Your Guts was a really... Um, fun look at him going to a new relationship um i'm gonna say uh lucy nisley nisley uh she did age of license which is another really cool travel log of her traveling around france and europe and eating lots of awesome food uh again with her really cool art all right i'm fine with that was that her only thing this year as far as i know relish was last year relish right? is last year yeah, yeah. she's got like too. two things coming out yeah. this coming she's, year she's so on a roll it's gonna be great um Okay. Yeah, we're getting tougher already. Yeah, I know. This list is just insane. Are we still going to try and say why we like them? What do you mean? Well, it's just to be just a Kurt Busey. I mean, are we saying what was cool about their stuff? Or... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We said All right. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, uh, let's see. So I am going to say uh, Jake Lawrence. I love Teen Dog. It combines like 90s goofiness with like existential type stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. But uh, yeah. But he's coming on. And the cool thing he does in that book is he does the uh, interesting thing where it's kind of almost like comic strip style where it'll be a page or two kind of yeah. uh, almost like a gag strip, but kind of building up onto other like a bigger story. Yeah, which is a pretty cool. cool way to write a story. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay, I am going to do something that pains me greatly. I'm going <laughs> to cut the... Uh, Cut the great team on Lumberjanes. It was one of my favorite oh, books this year. Are you no, not no, okay with I'm that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh yeah, we do have arguments. I mean, so someone's cutting something too good. Too and we'll late. get back to Lumberjanes when we talk about best yep. kids comic we for absolutely sure. Absolutely will. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, gee, Louise. Um. Man, I'm gonna go with Sam Alden. Um. Oof. I feel like he's a better artist than writer. Um. And most of his stuff is kind of silent oh, stuff, so I don't know. I I don't know. I don't man. know if I'm okay with that. You're good at drawing yeah. the motion no. of stuff. No, no. we really? think it's too early. Maybe. Too early for Sam Alden. Okay. Look how many good books he can get. Four awesome books coming. Yeah, he's a better artist, than he's all, right. but he is because a really good writer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try again. All right. Um. Oh God, guys. Um. I'm gonna go. Man, this list is too good. Um, I should probably look further down the list because I, <laughs> I keep starting at the beginning. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with Fabian Velman for Beautiful Darkness. Um, it's a really good book, but I don't know how much of it he's actually writing. Um, yeah, that's the weird thing with the co yeah. stuff. That's even a little bit of why Lumberjanes kind of, because just like who does what here? Yeah. I would right. know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, I think that's that's yeah. all right. I mean, Beautiful Darkness is incredible. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> um, how about this one? Let's see if Nick lets me slide this one in. Uh, James Tinney in the fourth. That, I mean, why would I stop you? Um, uh, that would be Kelly. That would Kelly? stop you if anybody was. Yeah. Going to. All right. Um, well, I don't know who's going to be most. No, no. Here. I think I think that's that's okay. That's okay. okay. I mean, so, I've loved his work this year. The Woods has been great because he also um, has been doing what other Bat books? But he does Still, like yeah, like Batman Eternal. Yeah, which like has that. been amazing. Like an actual long form. 
weekly Batman series that was actually good. But that's a lot of people writing that, isn't it? Yeah, it's a yeah. bunch of people. Um, um, but then The Woods was this kind of breakout, at least for me, where I was like, he's really great on his own doing like this weird kids transported to an alien planet survival thing. Yeah, and it, it gets really better and cool. better and yep. really personal. It's good. Okay. I'm going to say uh, Frederick Peters. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, I think Ama 2 is, is good, and Ama 1... I thought Ama 1 actually wasn't that strong. I yeah. think I think Frederick Peters is a guy that works better with a writer. I can see that. I mean, yeah. he's a great, great artist, but uh, he didn't even make it into our top artist this year. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, but uh, he'll be back, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I am going to cut Liz Prince. Um, I love her memoir stuff and Tomboy was really really great but yeah that's definitely it's happening appropriate <laughs> it's happening Nick would have cut it first if he had had the option but he didn't read it no I, I mean I read parts <laughs> of it I let people do that for me um <laughs> I let other people do the dirty work yeah. <laughs> I'll do Pretty my own much. my own dirty work uh let's see well I boy oh boy I feel uh, like in a lot of ways this Tougher than the artist category. Yeah. So, yeah. These Rob Davis from Motherless Oven, um, which I liked quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but just looking at this list, I don't know. <laughs> I can't. Right. I feel like there's going to be a lot on here that are going to suffer the problem that I think Nick pointed out of, like, like with Sam Alden, that there's such good combo packages. Yeah, there's a few. That of there's some on here that I'm like, I might want to take him off as a writer, but I'm definitely going to vote for their graphic novel they did. Yeah, know? which I think is totally so, acceptable. Yeah. I mean, like Lumberjanes, you know, it's a, co- a collaborative thing, so it's yeah. like, I don't know. oh boy. Um, so in that case, who should I do? Oh man, <laughs> uh, this is kind of weird. Let me see if this will slip past uh, Robert Kirkman. Because uh, let me see, because I think last year it was a bit of a down for him because Walking Dead had kind of slowed down a little bit. You're crazy. Walking Dead was coming out twice a week, twice a month. Right. For that like, was this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm saying. Oh, oh, well, he was saying last 2013. year. Yeah, it really slowed down. <laughs> that so is then true. It, yeah, true. Right, two, 2013. Um, and, and then it got really and good. Then Walking this year. Dead, it picked up and then it had a jump in time, which I thought was really awesome. Yeah, and that he was started in a new yeah. series called Outcast. And Outcast is really good. Yep. As well. So, so you're giving all the reasons why he shouldn't be cut. No, that's why I say it's really cool. But Invincible's um, still great. And, um, you know, I'm just but, saying. Uh, you know, I, I will so say. might be early. Uh, Walking Dead is always one of the first things I read, which is uh, crazy. But uh, yeah, all, but I don't know that Robert Kirkman is one of the guys that was doing like really super interesting stuff this year. Yeah. Yeah. So sure, I, mean, I, I can okay. let him slide till later. I, I mean, that's fine. Lot. This I is okay. an okay place right. for him to go out. Yeah, I don't know if he's in my top ten. I'll put it that way. Okay, I am going to go with, um, let's see. Oh, buddy. Okay, I'm going to say Raina Telgemeier. Uh I love Sisters, but uh, I didn't think it was quite as good a smile, to be honest. Or drama. Or drama, yeah. So maybe it's just not Raina Telgemeier's year to be in the top ten. But we'll talk about her later. Yeah. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Okay, I am going to cut Kieran Gillen. Is, are you not okay with that? Wait. That's like your boy. Doesn't he write Wicked and Divine? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it says right next to it. Wicked it's and true. Divine. I'm sorry. Uh, I, think it's, I will say I think it's a little early. For yeah, okay. definitely early. Okay. Wasn't, did Young Avengers finish up this year? No. The no. very last issue might have come out in January, Just actually. Just to read Uber, write Zubert. Yeah, he also writes Uber, so that's a strike. I know. I was was like, if it it said Uber, uh, I could see. It's not very good. Um, 
Yeah, I I don't know. I think it okay. might be a little. For me, it's a little early. Let's, let's cycle around. Wicked and Divine is one of my favorite things. Right I'm now, good with so. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's definitely great. Yeah. Okay, I'll back off that. Um, I will go with Ryan North. Then I am I just like <laughs> punching <Kevin>. you? <laughs> uh, I I would. Uh, you can take off Kieran Gill. <laughs> <laughs> really? You 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 rank the writing yep. on. Midas Flash is like, uh, yeah, I love the writing in that book. It's just so yeah. light and breezy and fun. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's take off Karen Gillen. All right. All right. <laughs> wow. Crazy. What a twist. Yeah. <laughs> it is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um. All right. Um. Going based on what we've been talking about already, I'm gonna go with uh, Hubert. Is that how it's pronounced? Hubert. Um. For beauty, which. Yeah. So how does that break down? Did Hubert just write beauty? Yeah. I- I did think he, he did. Yeah. yeah. So I don't if, know. If man. that's if the that's the case, that's great. If that's the case, do you want to take your bear off? Is it not co? It, I don't no, think Kara Sweat co writes that one. All right. Well, I guess I'll I'll wait then. Yeah. Because there's so much story really in that. Um. Yeah. But I, anyway, I had another one. Uh, I'm gonna go with Dan Slott. Um. Yeah. Like you know, uh, Spear Spider-Man ended the earliest year. Amazing Spider-Man started, and they've both been really great. Spider-Verse um, has been awesome. Silver Surfer has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um. But maybe not on the top ten. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is crazy. Yeah, these are all so tough. <laughs> okay. Um, boy, these are all gonna get me in trouble. How? Up. Oh, all right. So this one, I'm going to say, wrapped up a series in an excellent way. I'll see if Nick lets this work. Uh, Brian Azzarello tied up his run on Wonder Woman, which was a complete uh, relaunching of the character with a lot of the mythology brought back in a really great way and a really strong ending i want to fight yeah. you so hard on this it was great <laughs> you can do it uh, Wonder Woman was great but, um, oh no no okay right. well he also he also co-writes um features end um if that helps <laughs> i don't i don't think i, I got one um, uh next one on my list is brian michael bendis who started a new series called united states of murder about the mafia taking over the east coast also miles morales and, and all miles new morales. x-men and all, new all X-Men. these things they're not written guardians, on my sheet guardians i'm just saying they're all so good yep um, but the, okay. But yeah, I mean, one of those. He's is, he's like a top fifty writer, I'd say. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'm fine. We with, clearly agree with that. He's yeah, in our top he's 50. a top thirty. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm gonna say uh, Juan Diaz Canales, who writes uh, Black Sad. Uh, I thought Amarillo was great, but I thought yeah. it was also the weakest of the Black Sad books. Yeah. Uh, it's still fantastic, still good. Um, but if like say if somebody comes in the store and they're like, "Hey, I want to check out Black Sad," it's not what I give them. Right, because it's the last one in the series. Yeah, but they don't take place in any kind of order, really. A little bit. Yeah, but uh, anyway. Yeah. Yep. All right. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I so I know. Um, I'm gonna make a hypocrite of myself and take Brian Azarel off. <laughs> I love. I can loved, let you do it. Loved his run on Wonder That's Woman. Incredible. Yeah, it's, it's really um, so good. So. I, I mean, I want him to write more and more things like that. Yeah, me too. Do it. Do it. Yeah, it's one of those things like he has such a distinct voice that after he left, I was like, I'm, I'm done. No, no matter who would have come on. Yeah. Was kind of like, and he kept yeah. it, kept her totally separate from all the Justice League right. stuff. And it took place in this really awesome vacuum. I loved it. Uh, <clears throat> Man. I know, right? Um, can I go with Alec Longstreth? Is that okay? Yeah. Um, Basewood is great. But it's also another combo thing where yeah. I feel like his art does a little more of the writing than his actual like writing of the dialogue and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Sure. That makes sense. Right? That makes sense. All right. Oh, boy. Um, oh, man. I will say we're not even down to 30 yet. We, so. this, this is the last one. Then we'll be at 30. 
Um, oh, here's a, here's a, a risky one. Uh, Scott Snyder, he's still going strong on Batman. His American Vampire came back. He tied up The Wake, which is a great sci-fi horror one, and he started a new series called Witches. Um, I don't feel it's like it has that many things, and they're all really good. Yeah, I just don't feel like it's his year. I feel like none of those Batman has been so good, but yeah, I know um, they're all great. Witches is great. The Wake was so good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying it. Yeah. Anyone, I mean, that's fine. Um, is yeah. Okay. It's all right. Look at it. Snuck through. We can, we can all right. With it. Now we're in the top thirty. <laughs> now we're wow, it's Scott, in, Scott Snyder out at thirty-one. That's crazy. Yeah. When we get down to twenty-five, we'll uh, we'll read them all again. So. Okay. Um. All right. So I am gonna say. Um. Let's see. Boo 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 boo. <laughs> um. Crap. Wow. Yeah, right. Y'all, this list has a lot of really good people on it. <laughs> you guys right should read now. all these people's stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that now is the time for Sam Alden to come off the list. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm fine with that. Um, yeah. He does a lot of really great stuff, uh, especially with his art. He's an amazing visual storyteller. Yeah. Um, yeah. But just, um, yeah. he's the 29th best one of the year. in the world. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, Everybody writing yeah. comics. In English. <laughs> Oh no! Is it my turn? Yeah, it's your <laughs> turn. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, I have one, and I keep, I've skipped it like three times. Well, yeah, I think you're going to be the. I think I'm going to do yours. The next. last one. Oh, we'll see. I think I know what you. Okay, you we'll got. see. Mm, um. Oh no! I think I know what you're going to do, Nick, and I didn't do it because I was going to let you do it. <laughs> <laughs> so much of this oh, is politics, people. <laughs> yeah, it's all politics. Uh, okay. Um, I am going to take off Emily Carroll. I fought for her. Really? Whoa. Really? Yeah, I fought. I mean, she's talking about people for whom, you know, writing and, and art is, you know, great and equal. I think she's stronger on the art. But if somebody wants to fight me, I will let yeah, them I'm, fight me. Okay, cool. I don't think. Thank yeah. you. Yeah? You're going to fight that? <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Now what do you pick? Huh? Um, <clears throat> now I'm going to pick Gilbert Hernandez. Oh man! Yeah, yeah. Bumperhead was good, so but so good. Again, it's one of those combos. We're basically punishing all the multi-talented people who can write <laughs> and draw. This is not she the message a, a we should be sending. Cre- separate creator category. Yeah. yeah well, well, I don't know. Do that in some categories. For know, folks. There's some people where the two really combine yeah. in right. a really great way, and yeah. some people where like their art stands out a little bit more. And right. yeah, um, that's why I don't think Emily Carroll. Like, I think the writing and Emily Carroll stuff is so great, and the art kind of accents the writing more than mm. anything like she yeah. gotcha. any of her stuff could be a really great short story as well yeah that's true yeah thank you <laughs> thank you for saving me from myself uh i'm gonna Nick, go with the it? one i think that kevin was gonna go with which is feral darwin yeah that the is Renchies. the one i was gonna go oh, really? with. um wrenchies is great um and it's a little combo writer artist yeah it's a combo writer artist but i think the art is what makes it really good um this it's a little kind of weirdly told and <laughs> i yeah it's hard to explain but I yeah. thought you were going to say Matt Kent. Yeah. Not yet. Um, <laughs> can I say Matt Kent? <laughs> I'm gonna is go, that what you're going to do, Kevin? Is Nick the only one who reads Mind Management? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Then we should leave it up to uh, Nick. It's up to Nick. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, oof. Um, boy. What about Dash Shaw? Oh, boy. Again, uh, that's amazing. Uh, I mean, doc- I can't be the well, only one that fights. No, stuff. doctors. Doctors was, I think, one of yeah. the book. That's the book he wrote this year. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, compared to what was the last one he did? The new, new school. New I thought school. doctors was better. I feel like doctors was more strongly written. Yeah. So me too. yeah, I will throw my thing. Uh, how about Charles Sewell? 
He's still he did Death I of Wolverine, which was really like fun. But his She Hulk is where I would keep him on longer. He's so good on She Hulk. I feel like yeah. I feel like and his. I, you guys don't even know, but his Swamp Thing has been incredible. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> yeah. great. Uh, I think Charles Soule is a person who is. It would be crazy if he was not in our top ten this year for oh. writers with everything that he's written and the year that he's had. Looking at this list, I don't know if that's yeah. going to happen, but for, I will. I will withdraw for him for now. So yeah. how about? Oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, I don't want to be the only person fighting stuff. No, no, I, 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 we I, haven't, I agree. We haven't you. got to the ones I want to I want to defend yet. I agree um, with Charles. So, just he has at least three books that I really they're awesome. Like. Yeah, 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 and like uh, really, really like. Oh, man, these are so tough. And She Hulk is probably the best written superhero book that came out this year. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's debatable, there's, but there's, there's a lot of superhero it's books definitely on here. up there. I can see four or five others on this list that are all great. Um. Oh boy, I'll I'll take suggestions. <laughs> You'll take suggestions, okay? Yeah. No, it's what your a, turn. Just um, just say one. I did. You just got, say you got cranky. Say somebody say that's one. not in your top ten. You said two. Uh, but yeah, just uh, pick one. Um, G Willow Wilson. Oh boy. See, see, you guys are gonna get mad at me. Mm, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I think Miss Marvel is 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 even better than She Hulk. When you said She Hulk, I saw Miss Marvel and I was see like, what I'm oh, saying. No, like comparing man. superhero books, that's a risky way to take this. Yeah. So, um. All right, I'll do one that I think I would defend more than anyone else. Warren Ellis. Anyone else going to fight me on that? No. Um, so, I mean, I'm not. His Moon Knight, <laughs> no. like Supreme Blue Rose was good, but is kind of messy, and I think we'll do better as a longer reading of it. Trees was a really strong new sci-fi one he did, and his Moon Knight with Declan Shalvey was some of the best short story writing I've seen in yeah. anything. And a lot yeah. of that, I will say, he's probably Rose. left up to Declan Shalvey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think Moon Knight, if you had put a different artist on that, would no, not have I agree. been nearly as strong as it was. Yep. Yeah, I think Ellis is a, a fair But again, there's a superhero book. Fair, fair, fair. Okay, uh, I will say... Um, uh, that I think it's time for Alice Cott to come no, off. Oh, that was mine. Oh, that was <laughs> you yours. Taking mine. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I, you know, um, uh, I th- zero's all right to me, but um, zero's so good. Uh, Secret Avengers, I love. Yeah, uh, Avengers is incredible. Yeah, but um, I just and so much of that. Uh, is you know what? The writing. I, I think Ryan North can come off now. Yeah, I okay. just thought it was okay. a little too early before. Sure. Right. Um, so I'll take off Ryan North and um, leave Alice Cott. Yeah, uh, I I did love. Uh, Midas Flesh Midas had like Flesh such good a lot. characters. I thought Midas Flesh a little bit, uh, at least at the first few issues, was a little too expositiony, maybe. But I don't know. Um, I thought I, I thought it was a really it had a lot of weird stuff to set up. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I do agree with that. And I think I think Ryan North will be on here next year for Squirrel Girl. I would for bet, sure, yeah. and hopefully yeah. more Midas Flesh at some point. Oh, Did Squirrel Girl one come out last year? No, this year. This right? year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's it. So then you can have yours. All right. Okay. Are we at Bye, Alice Scott. <laughs> yeah. We... Let's just keep going. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You gonna go with Alice Cut? Yeah, I am. Oh. I truly, truly love Secret Avengers. I love the. This, I mean, I love the writing on it. I love the stuff he does with descriptions um, of the characters. I mean, he has a sentient talking bomb in that comic, and it's amazing. Yeah. So I'm sorry <laughs> to see him go. It's oh, true. Well, it's going to happen Nick. at some point. I guess it's my turn to take off Matt Kent. Uh, yeah. My management, um, I don't know if any of you, I guess none of you are still reading it. <laughs> I, need to, I need to uh, touch it. It's up. incredibly good. It's kind of uh, winding, winding down, um, building up to this kind of huge confrontation. But... So has that cool stuff where um, I don't know it, he does really well uh, with kind of these hidden twists that change the whole story and um, building up kind of random characters into a huge you know the, he he brings like these characters into the spotlight that you thought were just like background characters and they end up being really important and um, 
I don't know, he gets into their personal lives and it's really cool. Cool. All right. Sounds uh, like he should be number one. <laughs> <laughs> don't <point>. do that. <laughs> um, He's probably higher up on my list, but yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say John Porcelino, who had a graphic novel called The Hospital Suite come out this year, which is a collection of his, uh, his autobiographical King Cat comics and stories with him dealing with all the various illnesses and stuff he had, which was really powerful and really well told. Again, uh, he's this great writer artist and his art is so simple yet so perfect for telling like emotions and getting the story across is really, really good. I think that's one thing Porcelino has always been great yeah. at is he has like minimalism in his Very, writing yeah. and in his art and, right, they, exactly. and they complement each other so well. And there's a lot of space in his stories and yeah I, yeah, I think it's, I think it's great. Uh, okay. So that means it's my turn, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, uh, Jen Wang okay. who, uh, uh, Oof. who adapted, uh, in real life, a short story by Cory Doctorow into a, into a really fully fleshed out graphic novel. That was really fantastic. Mm-hmm. But um, really, just for me on the on the because it's not an original. Story? Yeah, because it's an adaptation. Yeah, I I, I don't oh, know. She did such a good job. With I think it, she though. did do a really good job. Yeah. yeah, and we're gonna talk about it in yeah. greater length when we get That's to the in two book other categories. categories. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, just on that, I know it's like kind of squeaking out on a technicality, but for me, That's you know, it goes. does not not coming up maybe completely with the story does take a little bit away from it. Yeah, and I mean, and we definitely wanted to highlight the fact that she did the adaptation that that was on. Yeah, if you were, if anybody was on Twitter today, they might have seen some stuff about that. (laughs) Um, Okay, I'm. This is miserable. I hate this. Why are we doing this? (laughs) (laughs) Is this harder because it's like people's names? One more. Yes, that's true. That is definitely a big thing. One more, and we'll be down to twenty. Yep, we're getting there. Oh God. And then Um, we'll kind of have start having a conversation about everything. True. Um. <laughs> okay, I. God, I'm going to. God, I have like four people who are like all tied, and we'll just say one of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, we can all talk about it too because we're getting to, and we'll right. be disagreeing if you're wrong. <laughs> cool, Brew Baker. Hmm. Mm. I was catching up on Velva today, and it's it's really good, but. Yeah, the fade, yeah, out, the fade out startup, which and, is amazing. I mean, what? Fatal. The end of Fatal was this year. I yeah. I didn't read it, but I you know just it was really. I good. would defer to people who um, did maybe. Yeah, a little bit. what do you think, Nick? We, yeah, at this point, okay. I mean, looking yeah. at this list, I don't know. Yeah, that's the problem. It's like the there's there's so many great. people. All right, so we're here. down to twenty people. Okay, and I'm gonna read those people off. They are Jason Aaron, Box Brown, Emily Carroll, Kelly Sue DeConnick, Matt Fraction, Aisha Franz, Jonathan Hickman, Hubert, David Lapham. Still don't know how to say that name right. Uh, Lapham? 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 Exactly. Um, Grant Morrison, Brian Lee O'Malley, Rick Reminder, Greg Rucka, Dash Shaw, Charles Soule, Mariko Tamaki, Brian K. Vaughn, Sarah Vaughn, Joshua Williamson, and G. Willow Wilson. I feel really good about that top 20. Yeah, it's a good top 20. Now we got to get it to 10. No. Uh, So uh, should we just start talking about this now, or do we want to keep going around in in circles and cutting? I got a couple easy ones. Yeah, I I see a couple on here. Uh, I'm going to go with Brian Lee O'Malley for Seconds. Um, Yeah. Seconds is great. Uh, It's another combo of art and writing where it's hard to differentiate which is which. But um, It's funny because I think, like, he didn't make it into our top ten writers. Didn't make it into our top ten artists. But, the but book I might think make the book it. could potentially yeah. make it into the top ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like uh, forming Voltron. Or better. <laughs> okay, um, I've got uh, man. 
I think in the same way. Oh, jeez, no, I already said him. <laughs> People got angry. Um, well, we're we're a lot further up the list now. Yeah, so. I'm, I th- still feel like Dash Shaw maybe might be coming off at this point. I mean, I think that's okay at yeah. this point. Again, I feel like yeah, Doctors right. is a superior work that is. Uh, yeah, definitely. I his, think my favorite his, thing by him I've read. Yeah, he's he's another one that's like there's no way to differentiate. Like, it's such a unique voice in both in style art, and style. And, yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, I'm gonna go with uh, Aisha Franz. Okay, keep uh, taking. <laughs> Literally, where I'm about to do it. Uh, I love, I love Earthling. This is not yeah, even at this so point. Good. There's like, there's like no way to say why. It's just like I love Earthling. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, she's yeah coming off. Okay. Um. I. I. Okay. I think we're. F- Can we talk? Yeah, we're far enough down the talk? list now uh, that we could start talking about everybody's like, like top threes maybe. And then see. Oh what, boy, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. So me coming in with a top, like for for me, a top three would probably be. Uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> Good luck. Or we can do top fives. Yeah, let's do yeah. top fives. Yeah. So uh, for me, I'm going to say uh, Emily Carroll, um, Hubert, David Lapham, uh, Mariko Tamaki, and Sarah Vaughn are probably my top fives wow. on here. Yeah. Okay. I know that's probably not the same as anybody else. Actually, no, there's some crossover. Yeah, there's definitely some crossover. Of mine. I have. Um, uh, it's not just because I'm a raging feminist, although I, you know I am, but definitely Emily Carroll, Kelly Sue DeConnick, um, Sarah Vaughn, and this isn't in my. This isn't in order. I'm just. Yeah, sure. <laughs> seeing Mar- Mariko Tamaki and G Willow Wilson, or is that your top five? Honestly, the last five women on this yeah. list. Yeah. There we go. I mean, I, mean, I, I do think our list is going to be full of women in the top yeah. 10. I mean, that's just the way it's going to be I this mean, year. I mean, I could swap somebody for Charles Soule because I really loved the writing on She-Hulk. But, yeah, it's close. All right. Uh, for me, it's like even if Charles Soule isn't in anybody's top 10, I think he at least squeezes into number t- – or anybody's top five, he at least squeezes into number 10 this year for on sure. our top 10 list. Oh, man. For me, at least. Yeah. So mine's probably – pretty different from all of yours yeah what you got uh jason aaron mm-hmm. um jonathan hickman mm-hmm. david laffham mm-hmm. um rick remender and i have to pick one more greg rucka oh, so this is very crime superhero uh sort of lazarus is sci-fi it's a crime it's still a crime book basically no, it's not. i mean it seems it's about like big crime families yeah no, no it's not a crime no book. <laughs> wrong it feels like a crime thing to me no it's more about identity and i don't know it's yeah it's different um yeah that's what i got okay what well maybe I... maybe yours is just like very gritty See, yeah <laughs> yeah. Gritty, yeah so my thing is like things. some of these like i like one of their books that they wrote so much that it's pushing them up so like Matt Fraction, I think, is Sex Criminals is amazing writing. Yeah, I'm surprised nobody said Matt Fraction. I'm saying it right yeah, now. I'm a really big fan of like good world building, so that's kind yeah. of where my my stuff comes from. I think a little bit more. Yeah, for me, like the characterization on Sex Criminals is some of the best I've ever seen on anyone. It's really good. It's um, same with David Lapham. He's probably up there because he did it in Juice Squeezers and Stray Bullets. Very, very different books, like young adult adventure sci-fi, and then like dark, dark crime drama stuff. Um, Rick Rounder, maybe just because Deadly Class is one of my favorites of the year. Uh, 
again, Mariko Tamaki, this is tricky because Jillian Tamaki did the art on it and it's such a perfect package. It's hard to tell like how much was this amazing art, but the writing's really, really good. Um, and then maybe Brian K. Vaughn, just because the Private Eye Saga combo this year is always so good. All right, well, there's a bunch of us, a bunch yeah. that none of us said. Nobody's, I don't think there's uh, anybody that nobody no, said. No, nobody said Joshua Williamson. Nobody, nobody said Joshua Williamson. And nobody said Box Brown. Yep. Um, so I'm taking both of those nobody off. Nobody said G. Willow Wilson. Yeah. yeah. I did you? said oh, you G. Did. Willow okay. Wilson. We didn't count that. I didn't, Wait, I didn't so who, that who got taken off? Buddy. Box Brown and Joshua Williamson. All right. Um, wow. Okay. Uh, Williamson. Joshua Williamson did a great year probably with Nailbiter and Birthright. Yeah. Um, both new, amazing. Both incredible. Those are two of my favorites, actually. Box Brown with Andre the Giant. Which yeah, Box huge. had a great year too. He had a new physics um, and number. Did anybody so. say Kelsey Deconic? I did. Did you? Yeah. Of yeah. Did you say one? She said two, all the female characters. Characters. <laughs> nobody yeah. said Uber. Yeah, nobody true. said Uber. Yeah. So well, no, 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 no. We said top five. I think Uber is definitely nobody said top Charles 10. Soul. Well, we were she just did. talking I'd about f- She-Hulk. Are you paying attention? I would put him at. <laughs> you put him at number six. Yeah. I mean, yes. I think he belongs but in the top was ten. Whose top five was he in? Well, nobody's, but that's also but she said different. She said it was like her sixth because of She-Hulk being yeah. so good. It's like if some people's I mean, top five had, had nobody nobody else picked anybody on it, that's another thing, too. You yeah. know? Um, hey, nobody said Grant Morrison. Oh, yeah. I think yeah, should, nobody I think did say Grant Morrison. Go. We should yeah, take like, Grant Morrison. Right? God, Multiversity was incredible He did so far. some crazy stuff in Multiversity, yeah. That might be the most like dexterous writing on this list. All How right. many we got? What does that get us to? One, Fourteen, two, three, I believe. Four, I think 15? 13. All right. We need to take a break and count. <laughs> or should we no, it's 14. Take a quick break, yeah. Yeah, I can tell you guys who the 13 are. It's Jason Aaron, uh, Emily Carroll, Kelly Sue DeConnick, Matt Fraction, Jonathan Hickman, Hubert, David Lapham, Rick Remender, Greg Rucka, Charles Soule, Mariko Tamaki, Brian K. Vaughn, Sarah Vaughn, G. Willow Wilson. That's, That's 14. 14. Is that 14? Yes. Okay. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know. What do we? Where do we go from here? This is where it gets pretty tough, I think. Yeah. Uh, so this is all consensus at this point. Yeah, but we we have to figure it out. I um, I think maybe Uber. I think Brian gave on. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't mm. know. That's just me. I don't know if it's anybody Saga's else. Saga's been pretty credible, but he's not in my top three, so I don't know. Yeah, I might let it go. All right, let's get Brian Cave on oh, out boy. of there. I mean, see you, BKV. This th- that's like a battling boy type, s- <laughs> yeah, type situation. Yeah. Um, so maybe Uber. Nobody did say Matt Fraction, did they? No, nope. what I did. No, I said Jared Sex did. Criminals was so good. Oh, I thought you said that after when we said nope. nobody said Matt Fraction. Nope. Uh, so that gets us to thirteen. Um, I think it's Uber. Is anyone else? Because um, again, I think Beauty's one that might cruise through as a single work with Uber and Karaskoet. But, all right, no, no, you want you don't do it. So I mean, the writing in the writing in that book is incredible. It that's is. that's true, and there's a lot of it. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and no. it's never boring. It is dense, but it's and never boring. The other thing is, I never knew where that story was going. For such a, a standard fairy tale framework, I was constantly surprised by it. I mean, so yeah, I withdraw. Um, I mean, if you guys don't think Charles Soule makes it on the list, then it's I- okay. I guess. I, Wait, I do. I, we were trying to get to 10. Yeah. We're trying to get to 10. So really, what, we take off three people? We need to take off three people. We need to take oh, off boy. three. Nick, uh, it, to me, like, okay, so the people that I don't care about, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what we're talking about. Yeah. Like, that, no. the people that, that, like, to me, don't matter, I don't care if they make it in the top 10, are Jason Aaron. Really? Yeah. 
Menorath. Remember, he's Southern talked, Bastards. He's Southern Bastards. Thor. He's way behind on. Uh, yeah, I mean, Thor's good. I don't like Men of Wrath. Southern, uh, Bastards. Southern Bastards is really good. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm not, that's I'm not saying he's not good. I feel like good. a lot of these guys who've written a lot have one book that's pushing him even higher up. He and did Original him, Sin, it's too. Southern Bastards. Um, yeah. Original Sin was really fun. Uh, I don't care about Jonathan Hickman, but I know Nick, that's like his number one maybe Crazy. this year. Yeah. Um, no, East of West is so good, though. East of West is really good. Um, oh, this is tough. Greg Rucka, I love. What do you think? I love Cyclops. Rucka. Yeah, I love Cyclops. Lazarus, and Lazarus might be is like really good. Eleven or twelve. Oh, no, man, is it in your top ten of all these? I feel like he's in my top three. Well, Nick, oh, I'm going to say your okay. top five that were all completely different than everybody else's aren't all going to make it onto the top ten. Um, um, man, that's really hard. Yeah. Well, should we just? Um, I mean, honestly, to me, I don't. Think Kelly Sue DeConnick makes it because yeah, I, I'm Captain not, Marvel's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, pretty Deadly was kind of a mess. Um, I liked it, but it's definitely I don't know. A mess. Pretty Deadly is a mess I think at all. Great. I, I think Pretty Deadly has a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, what happened in Pretty Deadly? <laughs> what happened in Pretty Deadly? <laughs> yeah. Um, this it was a spoiler like an, alert. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, granted, it's been a while since I read it, but it's it was this. It ended up telling this like really beautiful origin story for death itself in the form of a little girl. Like it, it was set up set against this amazing wild west backdrop and did it in a way that was basically poetry. Um, like I think it's I a little know. more abstract than other things on this list, but Definitely, that's, yeah. you know, that doesn't, that doesn't mean just cause it's not telling like a kind of basic story. doesn't no. mean that it's no, not. I just thought it was confusing. Um, I mean, I, I think it could be confusing. It is, <laughs> yeah. But, um, but not in like a, not in a good way. Like it says, it says bitch planet among these things. I don't really think, Bitch Planet number one is anything to like put somebody on a list right. for. Um, but, uh, you know, that book might go somewhere really interesting. But yeah. right now, it's, you know, it's like. It's mainly Captain My thing Marvel. is, none, twisty none of those setup. books are as good as Southern Bastards, East to West, or Lazarus. So I don't know. <laughs> I um, disagree. That's that's so subjective. Between <laughs> those You're the one who just said these are people you don't care about. That's, that's what well, I'm doing. saying. People I don't care about, and none of those books are as good as these books are. Two different things. I'm saying I like it's exactly the same thing. No, just in a different way. Uh, okay. So like, this is get. Are we down to thirteen? Yes. Yeah. yeah. This is tough. So I I think I think I'm just like I'm saying Charles Soul just because I feel like it should be on there. But if nobody's passionate about. Yeah. That being on there, then I think we just need to take it off. And that's, that's fine. I mean, I love it, but I don't love it as much as the other things that I'm saying. If, if I'm choosing between Kelly Sue DeConnick and Charles Sewell, I'm going to pick Kelly Sue yeah. DeConnick, but I also I'm not don't happy about know it. if Mariko Tamaki. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that I doesn't sound th- like anybody is really. No. I think that will agree with it. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. I mean, the this... writing in this one summer is great. Yeah. Is this 11? All right. So we have to take one more. Eleven. Off? Oh my gosh! I just took. Yeah, Mariko Taki was one of the people who I starred to well, like we almost, fight for. So. We almost <laughs> took off Come Emily on. Carroll already. I know because I'm a fool. <laughs> um, should we do that now? No. No. Should she make it? In no. Yeah, no. I, I don't think we should. Um, That's not happening again. Man. Um, my, I would. I would take Matt Fraction off above all these other ones. I think I honestly. would take Matt Fraction off above all of these as well. At mm, least, at um, least the ones that I know that I of. It's the couple that great. I know I can't take um, off. We took Rucka off, right? We should take Rucka off. We didn't take Rucka off. I think. I think we should take Rucka, Rucka before off. Fraction. I, I think Rucka I agree before with that. Fraction. I don't, but that's no. Fine. That's well, fine. We can... I mean, nobody put picked Mac Fraction for their top. I did. Jared did. Oh, yeah, I guess Jared. Did. 
And <laughs> I don't have it marked on here. So what are you doing, Rucka? Or and Rucka? Kelly would have if she didn't feel like. <laughs> she, you're like I'm not a I'm not a feminist. <laughs> I feel like Gre- well, no, you didn't I say I'm I not. Am. A, yeah, yeah, you said she's a raging am. feminist. I feel like Greg Rucka did the best. I don't know. Like you, world you like Lazarus is you probably my favorite of us, book. You convinced all of us to put. No, I love Matt Fraction. Like to, I, I to want have him that in the sex criminals issue win the best single issue. Yeah, that's true. And so it, it would seem crazy that you wouldn't pick Matt Fraction as one of your top. I, yeah. I mean, he's definitely in my top ten. Um, he, I mean, honestly, he probably is in my top five. I skipped over him earlier, and right, I feel well, bad about that. Well, I think that I think what we're looking at here is a list of ten where everybody has some of their favorites on there. Right, but we have to take off one to get to it. No, we just got to ten. We just took off um, Rucka? Greg Rucka, right? Are, we, are you okay? We were arguing over here about... Yeah, I mean, I would rather take uh, off Matt Fraction, but that's fine. Okay. Okay. Um, All right, we got ten. Because, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Matt Fraction has been really slowly. Well, that's fine. Um, yeah, he has. <laughs> like one <laughs> issue think... of Hawkeye and, like, two issues of Sex Criminals or something. Well, Nick, I mean, you got three out of your five that were on nobody else's lists on here. <laughs> That's so. fine. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what we're looking at is our top ten. This is in no order at the moment. Jason Aaron, Emily Carroll, Kelly Sue DeConnick, Matt Fraction, Jonathan Hickman, Hubert, David Lapham, Rick Remender, Sarah Vaughn, G. Willow Wilson. Now what? <laughs> yeah, so ordering this is like impossible. Yeah. Well, since we since we were all waffling on fraction, do we want to just put him at number ten? I'm okay with yeah. that. Are we okay that's with fine. that? I think that's good. Yeah. All right. Um, that's one. <laughs> um, what about G Willow Wilson? I could see G Willow Wilson going in at number I'm nine. Sure she's like a nine or eight. Um, I would be, I would be okay with that. It's a nine. Um, or I would. I don't know. Hold on. Let's look at yeah, this. Yeah. Let's look at the list again. Um, I mean, I'm fine with it. Hmm. Yeah, nine is good. I mean, yeah, I think I would maybe Kelsey Deconic at nine. Yeah, actually, we were just talking about how this year was. I definitely prefer Miss Marvel to Captain Marvel. That's true. Yeah, (laughs) I think I think nine's a little low for G Willow Wilson. Yeah, we think. I think I think maybe we should put in um, uh, Rick Remender at number nine. No, No. because what. I mean, besides... I mean, Deadly Class is incredible. It's just for Deadly Black Class. Black Science yeah. is really good. I don't really like Low Black is really Science. Good. Is I don't like Low. Low. <laughs> um, um, Captain America has been great. Okay, well, why don't we do... I mean, I don't... Well, for me, Remender shouldn't go higher than eight. Yeah, well, we've got I agree a bunch. with that. We've got Emily Carroll, Kelly C. DeConnick, Sarah Vaughn. Uh, we don't have to go backwards, either. No. Like, who's I our mean, number one? I don't, I don't know. Uh, There's no consensus on number one. Yeah. My number one is Sarah Vaughn. Okay. Uh, I so, put Sarah Vaughn up there. I mean, Alex and Ada is like, I don't yeah. know, man. I I kind of think Emily Carroll maybe is number nine. I don't know. I th- Again, yeah. it's the sort of thing, like, it's such a strong combo package. Number one to me, I I've, I don't know. As far as writing, I feel like it's David Lapham, but I don't know. <laughs> um, Yeah, Lapham seems like a good, like. Stray Bullets is the one that had the most effect on me reading it. I don't know. But just, yeah. I mean, he belongs up high in the like. Top there's five. like these other things on here. I see like I enjoy a lot, but all like, right. How, how about straight this? bullets? I remember like every everything. How about every second. How about Uber at nine? Because uh, we all love the book. I don't know, but I think Someone that's do something. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I think Uber is one of the ones that there's a big consensus okay. across the board okay. that Good everybody point. loves that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like true, we all true. loved beauty. True, true. Uh, so I think maybe that goes a little bit higher. Okay. Uh, I think uh, 
just knowing how much Nick loves Hickman, I think Hickman should be up pretty high on this list. I agree. As what and East to West is great too. I yeah. mean, I just I'm not caught up on the superhero stuff. Um, so superheroes, Avengers and New Avengers. No, I'm really on, nice. on, on his on his superhero oh, okay. stuff. Yeah, I just said East to West is great, and I'm not caught up on the superhero stuff. Um, so yeah, so what what are we doing? <laughs> This is really tough to order. I feel like we Kelly can put Sudeconic Kelly Sudeconic at nine. nine. Okay, yeah. Matt Fraction and it's Kelly Sudeconic combo. Mary Team combo. Bringing up the rear. Um, well, the rear third nine and ten. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. yeah. best writers of the year. Um, let's see. Poof, this is tough. I think next should be Emily Carroll. I'm thinking Emily Carroll. I mean, Kelly was going to take her off earlier, which is like, I think that's okay. At like number, no, she came like back in thirty or something. Like you know what? I'm a senses. rookie in this. She came to her senses. Yeah, let's just let's just do that for yeah. now, and then, yeah. you know, once we get the list down, we'll see how it looks. Yeah, we um, might want to reshuffle some of these. Yeah. Uh, well, I think at that point, hmm. um, you can put Rick Remender in at seven or Jason Aaron. You think Jason yeah. Aaron at seven? That's so tough. I, think I that, would. Just so good. Um, no, I think seven's good. Okay, we can put him in at seven. That's fine. All right. Um. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> it's really tough. Um, do you Willow Wilson? I mean, I could see could that. Put her at six. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. That's really high up. <laughs> it's just like, what is a, what are we putting at the top at yeah. this point? Because like, right. <laughs> yeah. um, well, we got our top five. Yeah. Do we? Yeah. That's, if we do, do oh, Wilson yeah. at six. That's five. Our top five, five are Sarah Vaughn, Rick Remender, David Lapham, Uber, Jonathan Hickman, and that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's a pretty good list. Um, I don't know that I'm. I don't know that I agree with you. Will Wilson at six. All right. Well, then who do, would you put at six? I would put uh, Remender as much as I love Dudley. Yeah, Class. I would put Remender at six as well. What do you think, Nick? Swapping it. I. I don't know. Like, well, the thing is with G Willow Listen, I like Miss Marvel. Um, I like it a lot. I, I'm never really excited about it. I think when that's it comes my out. problem too. Rick like, Remender, I'm excited about like at least like five books that he puts out. Yeah. Um, oh, see, Miss Marvel is the first thing that I read. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think I'm in the same camp as Nick. It's it's just I'm more excited about Remender's stuff than Wilson's. But again, you know, Deadly Class feels more personal to me too. Um, I feel like it's drawn from like stories than Miss Marvel. That, yeah. I mean. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Deadly Class is like actually based on stuff that happened in his life. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that Miss Marvel is based on stuff that happened in G. Willow Wilson's yeah, life. G. Willow Wilson converted to Islam when she moved to Egypt. She didn't grow up Pakistani American as a yeah. teenager. Oh, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, maybe not then. <laughs> I'm just saying that's not a good argument. <laughs> I um, would, I would rather put G. Willow Wilson at six. But you two wouldn't. That's fine. No. Just yeah, ordering this is tough. Yeah, this like is it's insane. really tough. We should it's, have like a six-way tie for fifth. <laughs> um, yeah, I just don't know who's the number one on here. I don't. I like. I feel like Hubert should be number one. Uh, mm. But uh, yeah, and crazy. I. I mean, so I have a weird thing with uh, Alex and Ada because Sarah Vaughn's a friend of mine, but yeah. also it's the comic that I always read first when it comes out. Right. Yeah. yeah, and but it's the you one that loved I loved re- it before. Yeah, you were I did love it before that's I knew. Her. So one yeah. came before the other. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think is going on here? Yeah, we're, we're I kind of stuck. All right. Lapham's in the top. Okay, so I mean, we could put. I think Hickman needs to be four because that's just Nick's big. Who's five? Oh, five is Rick Remender. Okay, five is Rick Remender. All right, and then Hickman at four. 
Oh, this is sounding okay. I'm just throwing this out there. It's getting crazy. Um, and then we're gonna say Bear, f- Lapham, and Vaughn. So did we put Wilson at six? That happened. It's we're moving past it. So oh, okay. yeah, you yeah. need to figure it out <laughs> if we're not. That's fine. Was that your order? Who Bear, Lapham, Vaughn? No, I was just reading one, alphabetically. Two, I said okay. Lapham, Bear, Vaughn, maybe. I do not like David Lapham. Yeah, stuff. that's crazy. The three of us all really, but I think Who Bear is the consensus one. I mean, that's what we've always done yeah, before. That's true. If we have one that's a consensus and it's high for everybody, then that's the one. You know. Yeah. So what all are right. we putting at? Three? I'm fine with that. So we're putting Who Bear at one. Okay. We're putting Lapham at two. Okay. And we're putting Sarah, Sarah Vaughn at three. three. That sounds pretty good for a consensus of Big Planet Comics. Really good. Slowly arguing to an agreement. Wow, crazy! All right, read them off. Uh, So, (laughs) what a weird uh, number one. Like that's not probably not on anybody's list. That's what we did last year with five things. So, yeah, Yeah. with like District uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Um, All right. So at ten, Matt Fraction, writer of Hawkeye and Sex Criminals. At number nine, Kelly Sue DeConnick, writer of Bitch Planet, Captain Marvel, and Pretty Deadly. At number eight, Emily Carroll uh, of Through the Woods. At number seven, Jason Aaron, who writes Men of Wrath, Southern Bastards. Thor. Thor. At number six, G. Willow Wilson, who writes Miss Marvel. Number five, Rick Remeter, who writes Deadly Class, Captain America. Low. Low. Black Black Science. Science. Yep. At number four, Jonathan Hickman, who writes East of West, Avengers, and New Avengers. And numbers and Manhattan Projects and Manhattan Projects did it? Did that come out this? Year? Yeah, I guess yeah. it came out. This a lot year. of it came out. Too, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of nowhere, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, at number three, Sarah Vaughn, the writer of Alex and Ada. At number two, David Lapham, writer of Juice Squeezers and Stray Bullets. Yeah, we didn't even talk about Juice Squeezers. That's, That's what I was saying. Pretty great. Yeah. Uh, and at number one, Hubert, the writer of Beauty. Yeah, man, I want to know what else Hubert wrote. Crazy list. <laughs> yeah, I feel pretty good about that. That yeah. is a great list. It's, it's a crazy list. list, and it's really hard to order. But I think yeah. it, I think it's. Uh, was pretty diplomatic yeah. in the end. Yeah. Very consensus. But again, this but was our top 50. They're all Kelly seems super mad about good. something. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, good, yeah. But I think a lot of good people made it into the top 10 there. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. Up next, we've got uh, Best All Ages Comic Slash Graphic Novel. I'm just going to read these off. Uh, Adventure Time, Akisi, Amulet 6, Avatar The Last Airbender, Rift. Bad Machinery, Buzz, Cleopatra in Space, Costume Quest Invasion of the Candy Snatchers, Dumbest Idea Ever, Glorkian Warrior Delivers a Pizza. Uh, Graveyard Book 1 and 2, Hilda and the Black Hound, How Tunes, In Real Life, Juice Squeezers, Lumberjanes, Maddie Kettle, The Adventure of the Thimble Winch, Witch, uh, Oak, Over the Garden Wall Special, and Sisters. Okay, so we decided we're going to get down to a top five on this. All right. And yeah. I will start off by taking off Avatar The Last Airbender Rift. Uh, the Avatar comics uh, following up the series have been really great, and uh, it continues to be awesome. Uh, but, you know, it's like, it's really great if you watch Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really stand alone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, I am going to take off um, The Glorkium Warrior Delivers a Pizza. It was a really... Cute, cute, fun book. And ridiculous. By, yeah, very ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, I read it today. It was a lot of fun by James Kolchaka. Buy it for your kid. Buy it for your kid. Um, I'm going to take off. I'm going to go with uh, Akisi, which is really cute. Um, just kind of a bunch of uh, like, not really gag strips, but sort of, vignettes. sort of like, yeah. yeah, like one or two page little uh, funny stories. Related uh, to Aya? Yeah. Yeah. 
It's the oh, same, is it like, actually really Taya? I think she's like a younger sister of the oh, main okay. character it's in Aya. Ayaverse. Yeah. The Ayaverse. The Ayaverse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Casey's just a crazy little girl who gets up to antics. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I think the one I'll do is uh, The Dumbest Idea Ever. It's a very interesting autobio by Jimmy Gownley about how he like started drawing comics in middle school or whatever and actually like started winning awards and contests for it and how he got literally into his career of comics. So it's kind of a cool like kid's view of like how you can do it if you just do it. <laughs> it was really, really interesting. And of course, done with his uh, typical good sense of humor about everything. I'm going to say Adventure Time. Uh, just across the board, Adventure Time has been doing a lot of cool stuff. Their main series has been great. And they've had a couple good graphic novels this year, Pixel Princess and um, Bittersweets. But uh, yeah. Was Kelly making a fist of anger? Yeah, because he has continued taking off no. the things <laughs> that I'm about to take off. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in that case, I will take off uh, Bad Machinery. It's a uh, it's a long running um, web comic by John Allison. It's probably my very favorite web comic, and the the print versions of them are just great. Um, they're basically it's a, it's a group of kids in Britain who solve mysteries, and there's a supernatural element. It's a lot of fun. So goodbye. Oh man. Um. Hmm. I'm gonna go with. Uh, Buzz, which I really liked. Uh, that's why I'm taking it off because I don't know if anybody else liked it as much as me. <laughs> but it's fun. It's about like these uh, kind of a weird world where um, spelling bees are kind of like a almost like a combat uh, situation. And um, I thought it was very interesting and uh, is a cool world and um, it's really fun and a lot of twists. And yeah, it's yeah. like the Scott Pilgrim of spelling bees. It right. is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the, really, it's it, really fun. The art and writing were both really good. It's a great book. Um, I think I'm gonna do over the garden wall special. Wow, I know because it's, <laughs> it's it's like one of my favorite things that came out this year. Period. Um, it, but as everyone's pointed out, it's part. It's based on a, a cartoon show. It's like a new story in this awesome over the garden wall series, which I haven't watched. You gotta watch this. <laughs> I know, but I. It's gonna blow your mind. <laughs> as a standalone comic, is still one of my favorite things of the year. It was got the sense of fantasy adventure and. Just, it was amazing. Okay. And apparently, the series is really good, too. It's fantastic. <laughs> I am going to say... Um, poof, I'm, gonna, know, right? I'm in between two things right here. Uh, what if I say... I'm not going to pick. <laughs> what if I say Amulet 6? Mm, huh. Do you guys want to leave that on for now? Yeah. Okay. That's like the only one of the only books I buy. <laughs> it's yeah. that, it's that, I like it that much. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, then I will say Oak by Max Badger. Nope. Okay. Nope. Nope. You're going to say no? That is... Especially for coming out of nowhere, that's one of my favorites. Okay. Um, then I will say Juice Squeezers by David Lapham. Really? I mean, if I can't take off Oak or Amulet, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I know my top five on is on here. And then there are a couple things I haven't read, so I'm not going to take those off. Um, yeah. Maybe we should have a pass and let someone else take something off. No, no I'm not going to have a pass. Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, wait, which one are we talking about now? Juice squeezers? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, what if I take off Sisters? It's kind yeah. of a surprise, but uh, it was my, you know, it was my third favorite Rainer yeah. Telgemeier book. <laughs> so, uh, I will grant that. Yep. All right, I'm going to take off uh, Maddie Kettle, The Adventure of the Thimble Witch. Oh, my God. I read it today. It's really cute. The art's really good, but... Um, yeah, I, didn't, I mean, there I aren't a lot of books on this much. list, guys. Know, yeah, right. I didn't love it that much. I didn't have like a strong connection to well, anything. This is the first thing that Eric Orchard has done, so maybe oh, really? we'll see. Yeah, oh, I was man. reading his bio, so maybe oh, we'll see other awesome. great things from him. Kelly reading bios. All right. Um, <laughs> Look, buddy. <laughs> Preparation. 
Uh, I'm gonna take off. Boy, this is a tough one. Um, well, we're up to I want to take 10, off, but so. it's only because I haven't read it, so I'm gonna skip that. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, if I was gonna do that, I would take it off one of yours. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. Mm. Man. <laughs> um. All right. We're down to ten, so we've cut this yep. thing in half. Yeah. Um. Costume quest. Um. Mm. Anybody I mean, have objections to that? I mean, I mean that's it, in my top five on this list. But is it? Yeah. It's really good. Um. It's some great Zach Gorman art. Um. I don't know. Maybe just not as much of a connection to me as some of these other ones. Um. If you guys don't object, I'll. I'll that's at number ten. Um, hold on, let me see what my tops are here. <laughs> Is it in your top three? Um, yeah, I've definitely got three. Yeah, I've got three too. It's in my top three. Is it? Yeah. Okay. All oh, right, boy. so we're getting down there. So I'm. Why don't we just talk about what our top? Yeah, are? I'll, I'll say my top three right now is uh, Costume Quest, mm-hmm. um, In Real Life, and Lumberjanes. Man, hmm. we're all gonna have different. Yeah, I think this is uh, Kelly. What's My your? top three are uh, Cleopatra in Space, uh-huh. In Real Life, and Lumberjanes. Okay. Oh, All right. Sinking up over there. I'm sinking up. Um, My top three are. Wow. Well, uh, is there zero overlap? Really hard. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, no. Well, yeah, maybe. Uh, Hilda and the Black Hound is yeah. definitely up there. I just haven't read that. And I know it's probably one of the best things. I just haven't read it. Um, Amulet. Is up there, and I would say Juice Squeezers actually. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I think mine would be it's Hilda and the Black Hound, Oak, and maybe Juice Squeezers. Okay, so yeah. I think I think what we're looking at, and I'm just gonna throw this so out we there. We could take off Um I would I'll take it off because I really like it, and I think it's a very very one of the best things. It's such a cool for concept. kids. Yeah, um, just it, it, beyond being a comic, it's also. Um, kind of a science teaching th- tool. Um, it's the comics about these kids um, going on different adventures, but throughout the adventures, they'll build something, and then they'll actually show you how you can build it at home, which is very interesting. And I, I think it's a cool f- way to get kids into science. Um, and okay. I feel like it should be pretty high up, but I'll I like, could take like it off number now. 10. It's not my top three. Yeah, we had four books that each had two nominations, so uh, I'm going to say in the top five definitely are Hilda and the Black Hound in real life. Juice squeezers and lumberjanes. All right. Yeah. And then so from there we need to find a five, and we're we're between I think amulet. It's everyone's well, favorite. Well, I'm going to take one off that I, that I don't like, which is how tunes, like I just said. Yeah. Okay. So um, everybody take something off from theirs besides um, those. Let's see. <laughs> um. So for me, I will say costume quest can come off. Um, okay. Okay. It's uh, it's like my number five, but you know, uh, that's right. the way it goes. Well, graveyard book is gone. Nobody said anything about it. That's true. Um, it was a really beautiful. Both parts one and two were really beautiful adaptations of um, Neil Gaiman's book. So, really beautiful, but yeah. I would take it off just because Neil Gaiman. All right. So, <laughs> then okay. I guess That's I'll, just me. I'll do Oak, uh, which is Max Badger's debut, as far as I know, which just hit like all those classic like fairy tale elements that Over the Garden Wall did, but with a really clever little kid protagonist who had literally no fear. So, he kept getting into really exciting like adventure situations. Okay, and really cute art. Um, So we're down to Amulet and Cleopatra in space. So everybody say their choice for those two. Jared, to what to to leave? To leave? To leave on there? Okay, to leave on there. Jared, Um, Amulet. 
Nick? Amulet. I mean, I honestly haven't read Amulet, but I, I would all? be willing. No, I've read the, the first, but oh, yeah. I'm not caught up enough to right. read number six. Um, so, I mean, we can take Cleopatra in yeah. space off. Um, sure. Yeah, I, I'm kind of half and half between those yeah. two. Yeah. So, Cleopatra uh, in space was a really good first volume of, uh, of stuff in that. It's literally Cleopatra in space when she's a teenager. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I, I followed along. It started out as a webcomic, and he oh, yeah, stopped right. it, and he totally retooled it. And oh, they, the print oh. version is like a great improvement on oh, what it started out as. So that was a really, really cool, cool thing to yeah. see. Yeah. Okay, so, so uh, Amulet's I, number five. Amulet's number five, yep. Okay. Um, and then it gets tough after that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what's everybody's number one? Let's start there. Jared, what's your number one? Hmm. <laughs> wow yeah it's crazy um well, the interesting thing we've got hilda and the black hound in real life two squeezers and lumberjanes is they're almost all that's always with all ages is always slightly different target audiences and these are right. all slightly different ages almost yeah so this isn't even um, best book it's just like what is the, what best, is the best all, all ages, ages thing yeah. that yeah. was comic-y um i might say hilda and the black hound yeah it's kind of was weird. it the best hilda book oh man yeah it was, was it? Okay. It was uh, yeah, I'm just. Yeah. I haven't read it, so I, I can't. To, I can't talk about the old ones again. It's yeah. um, really good. Like I love the Hilda books a lot. Yeah. So if you guys were like, it was the best thing of the it's year, then I would be like, it's definitely the I would best maybe one. believe you. Um, but uh, I think for me, um, true. Yeah, I know, right? They're all awesome. I think I like Lumberjanes. The, well, or maybe I like in real life the best on here. I'm tied. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are you tied with? But those two in real life and Lumberjanes. Honestly, well, then, G Squeezers is four. Yeah, let's put okay. Juice Squeezers at four. That's a good. That's fair enough. All right. That's good. And then we're stuck with our top three again. Yeah. Um, hmm. Okay. Why don't we look? We Maybe all in we, real life at three. Well, hold on though, all because right. uh, we all liked in real life yes. a lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't read Hilda. Yeah. Have you read Hilda? I haven't. Okay. Um, what about Lumberjanes? How do you guys feel about that? We all like Lumberjanes, right? Yep. Well, then I think Hilda should be number three, just um, because of the... Just because you haven't read it. That's fair enough. But that's fair. I mean, right. if half the table hasn't read it, it's, yeah, you know, yeah, and we've all fair. read those other things and likes them. So so what do we do on those? Um, so here's what I'll let's, say. Let's talk about these books, because we actually oh, haven't yeah. talked about what some of these things yeah. are. Uh, Amulet's been a long-running uh, series by Kazu Kibuishi. Uh, it's a, a fantasy thing that started out with uh, some kid's mother getting kidnapped and has turned into a sweeping thing that takes place over yeah. many kingdoms and worlds, and yeah, it's they, really they get fantastic. into a fantasy world that is amazingly detailed and with some really inventive fantasy elements that no one else has done. And uh, Juice Squeezers is uh, uh, by David Lapham, uh, who writes Stray Bullets, but this is a kid's comic from him yeah. about uh, a bunch of kids fighting bugs. And also he write and, writes and draws it. Yeah, and he writes and draws it, and it's great. And uh, Hilda and the Black Hound... Uh, so Hilda is basically a really clever little adventuresome girl who can see the fantastic monsters and fairies and creatures that no one else can. And so this one is a mysterious black hound is kind of haunting the town she's in. And, but there's also lots of side plots with like there's an interesting thing weird like, house troll kind yeah, of these house spirits and, that kind of hide basically in the cracks between things that um, they combine into a, their own space that's like yeah it's, it's, it's like where all your lost socks end up is a little space in yeah. the house where these things live and this and giant she, hound that's terrorizing and it's uh town. it's luke pearson by the yeah. way yeah like, yeah who is luke pearson writes and draws it and his amazing. art is incredible uh, the coloring is great yeah the format of this is good it's kind of european style nice big oversized hardcover yeah and uh in real life we talked about a little bit it's um 
based on a short story by Cory Doctorow, adapted and uh, illustrated by Jen Wang. Uh, it's about a girl who uh, gets sort of addicted to an MMO and then befriends a uh, gold farmer from China. And it kind of, in a way, teaches you about uh, economics. Chinese economics <laughs> and like the labor movement in China and stuff, while at the same time being a really cool coming-of-age story. And for those of you who don't know, uh, she learns she plays an online video game and meets a Chinese guy who plays the game to make money as a profession. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lumberjanes was an ongoing series. There hasn't been a, a collective trade of it yet. Um, that is about a group of girls who go away to like a sleepaway camp and for they, hardcore ladies for, yeah, hardcore, hardcore lady types, types yeah. pretty much. And, uh, basically they, they learn to fight monsters and it starts out as just a sort of like friendship beats everything sort of to thing. And, and yeah, friendship to the max. And then, um, it picks up and turns into this sort of like, there's a, a larger thing at work. Yeah, what's and, really going on? Right. Gods sense. and monsters in the woods. And it is this perfect weight it's not too heavy and that's uh written by grace ellis and noel stevenson and shannon waters and drawn by brooke allen yes. and i will say and having just said that lumberjanes come on yeah i was about to say uh, i was gonna say which one of these is probably have has been the most influential and it's had like a it, huge impact it's, it's, just, it's brought so thing. many girls into comic shops like we were talking about Our two with, best-selling with books Ms. marvel it was like this is what comics should be doing. Right. And it does it really well. At our Vienna store, our two best-selling books of the year were Amazing Spider-Man number one yep. and Lumberjanes number one. There <laughs> yeah. you go. Yeah. So, all right. So, at number one is Lumberjanes and number two is In Real Life. So, that the whole list there is at number five, Amulet 6, Escape from Lucian by Kabu Kibuishi. At number four, Juice Squeezers by David Lapham. At number three, Hilda and the Black Hound by Luke Pearson. At number two, In Real Life by Cory Doctorow and Jen Wang. And at number one, Lumberjanes by Grace Ellis, Noel Stevenson, Shannon Waters, and Brooke Allen. That's great. Nice. It's crazy That's that uh, Two Squeezers made it up that high. Yeah. It's, but it's, I'm, it's, I'm happy about yeah, that. It's, yeah. so it's good. super fun, though. All right, so up next we've oh, got. And did you hear? There's more juice squeezers coming. I, I always. That's good. Yep, that's good. Stuff. <laughs> that's good news. I always. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I right. want to know more about those big bugs. <clears throat> All right, so up next we've got uh, best colorist. Uh, so we're gonna do uh, just a top three on this one. Uh, our choices are Jordi Belair, Brian Busalato, Matt Hollingsworth, Marissa Louise, Lee uh, Lawridge, 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 Lawridge. Frank Martin, Daniela Miwa, FCO Placencia, Val Staples, Munsa Vicente, and Matthew Wilson. Um, and so these people have all colored a lot of things. Um, basically, if you're a colorist, you're working all the time. Uh, but definitely, we try to list some of the things that these people like. We, we kind of notice colorists when they do some amazing work that really jumps out on a book. So uh, a lot there's of a these, few for me to come some, off. Yeah. Of. Yeah, some of them only did like like one or two things. Like Brian Busolato, well, I'll just start. Brian Busolato's coloring on uh, his issues of Detective Comics have been really great. So uh, he's been coloring uh, Francis Manipool's stuff, and it has like a really cool pastel-y kind of style with some neon stuff in it too. Yeah, and uh, it's a really good combo. Yeah, and gives like a different palette to the Batman stuff. It's it's pretty right. cool. Yeah, I, I instantly feel... have a top three, by the way. Um... <laughs> I feel like a lot of these is. Sometimes they really start to shine because they match up with the right artist for, or, or they're able to bring something right. out of an artist that other colorists haven't. Yeah. So, um, I'm gonna take off Daniela Miwa, who did some great stuff on Shaft. Shaft oh, was yeah. just a fantastic, exciting book that started right at the end of the year, and I'm really looking forward to seeing yeah. more from and, everybody uh, on that book. Uh, yeah, the coloring is so good. Yeah. It, uh, it's, it's like this newspaper, newsprint kind yeah, of yeah. effect. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, another one that comes off quickly for me is Marisa Louise, um, colored Robocop and Escape from New York. Um, 
I don't uh, know why that's on here, but we'll take it off. Uh, <laughs> I thought that's Kevin's. Yeah, I thought I thought the coloring in RoboCop was really awesome. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and yeah, it was just on there for RoboCop, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. what do you think about FCO Placencia? Yeah, I like, put that on there because yeah, it did. The, uh, there were like two issues of Batman in particular that, that were, were really awesome. The one where he was in job. like the the like sort of Savage Land or whatever. Oh, the yeah, the Gotham that was overrun by vegetation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on, um, he does the Riddler stuff. Yeah, that, the Riddler stuff. I think is really, really cool. Then. He just you know he puts a lot of like uh, he takes Batman and makes it very modern, but also putting in a lot of those like bright greens and purples of like yeah. the old 60s stuff but right. but doing it in a way that is still cool and i just i think the coloring and that's been really good yeah definitely um oh but now it's my turn uh i'm gonna say val staples um yeah who does uh who did the i love the coloring in ghost rider especially I think that was the best work that yeah did. uh marvel knight spider-man had really good coloring okay too. that yeah again yeah. it's they were te- teamed up with art that was kind of both those books had really crazy art but was Still able to bring out some really great colors. Who colored it. Moon Knight? That's the number one. Jordy Belair. Okay, Jordy Belair is our number one. Jordy Belair is our number one. Jordy Belair is our number one. I mean, it's also pre Deadly Zero, uh, Tooth and Claw. I mean, Tooth and Claw alone. Oh, Jordy Belair colors pretty Deadly. Is, or yeah. who colors Deadly Class? Uh, that is uh, uh, Lee Lawford. Lee, Lee Lawford. That's Lawford. our number two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless you guys want to, oh, that's on, fine. No, on. that's that's my number one and number two. Yeah. Uh, the coloring in Deadly Class is the best coloring in anything besides Moon Knight this year, I yeah, think. Yeah. Uh, for me, at least. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I, I mean, but we can, we can argue. I think Frank Martin is probably the next one that comes off. Okay. Yeah. I mean, East to West East has to West great coloring. Is yeah. So good color wise. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. Um, I'd say next off. Whoa, man. Y'all this just one's... totally skipped me. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought we were just talking. Yeah, yeah just, no, that's what I thought talking. we were too. Um, so, wait, we're down to what, five now? Jordi Blair is definitely staying on there. So, we've got Matt Hollingsworth, Lee Lowridge, Munsa Vicente, or Matthew Wilson for the, the next two uh, spots. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Matt Wilson stays on there. I think his really? work, yeah, honestly, I love his work on, um, he's listed here for Thor, Wicked and the Divine and Wonder Woman, and I love the coloring on all those things. Yeah, I, I mean, Thor has amazing coloring. Wicked and Divine has some of the best, like, color coding for characters and stuff that's like true. that, and sort of ch- uh, so many changes in environment. I think the coloring in that's really great. Um, yeah, I, I think, think that's our top three. Um, mm, nope. Yeah, you don't think so? I think Munsa Vicente's art on both the kind of pop his pop colors work so well for that old styled like yeah, I mean, classic incredible comic style, which worked on She-Hulk, Private Eye, and Hobgoblin. Again, like a perfect match of his abilities to like the artists. So in, I, I'm just saying it's like a, it's a different style of art and a different style of coloring, but I think that's better than Matt Wilson stuff. So I think Matt Hollingsworth comes off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there just hasn't been a ton of Hawkeye this year. That's true, and uh, the coloring didn't reach the levels of some of the earlier stuff yeah the, his wake and witches don't really stand up to me for coloring no um well i don't know the wake has wake some really great coloring yeah. when yeah. it switches to the future stuff. Oh. that's true yeah, yeah. It's and so, then the, it was so dark in the beginning yeah, yeah. It muted it a lot um so but either way we're in between uh Munta vicente and matthew wilson for yeah. number three which one because see again it's kind of it's a hard to compare them here too but i would just i, I for me just uh Purely on Wicked and Divine, uh, the coloring and that, and the color coding for all the gods, and sort of the the Tron Daft Punk coloring for yeah. the uh, the one true. god, and and all the different locations they have, whether they're down uh, 
down in the um, sewers and stuff and all the coloring there. Well, and the Tron Daft Punk thing, that's 2015. We can't talk about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, they show up earlier, though. They're, they're in Oh, I guess, issue. yeah. They're very briefly. Um, and, oh, yeah. And then I was going to say also the, all the color coding stuff for the expo, but that was in the issue this week as well. Yeah, and, yeah, and that actually wasn't done. I don't mm. know that that was colored by Matthew Wilson. That was that whole thing was designed by somebody by karen else. gillen probably no no it oh, was okay. by the, i can't remember her name but it was oh, okay. somebody else um so yeah that's tough i don't know because then like you look at the she hulk which again it's just that like that classic I mean, this is purely off she hulk right oh, i think it really no. is private eye well private eye isn't in print are we talking about stuff that's not yeah. in print? Best i mean you colorists can, yeah I, I think i think we're a comic book store we're talking about comics that we carry at our comic <laughs> book store Mm. Or, or else, you know, there's a million web comics we could talk about. Right, we haven't mentioned with yeah. so. best colorist. No, it's <laughs> yeah, sure. There's a there are tons of com- web comics with really great coloring, yeah. uh, or just in general. But I just don't. I feel like we're talking about comics that we have here. I'll concede that you're wrong and take it off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got our top three. Jordy Belair at number one, right? Yep. Uh, for Autumn Lands, Magneto, Moon Knight, Pretty Deadly, Zero, and pretty much every other book. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> she's, other, she's amazing. Other than the ones the other two do, um, which is number two is Lee Lowridge, is Captain Marvel, Deadly Class, Fables, Juice Squeezers, and probably a bunch of other ones that we aren't mentioning. And Matthew Wilson, mostly for Wicked and Divine, but also for Thor and, and Wonder Woman. Which yeah, Wonder Woman's great. Yeah. Work on Wonder Woman. Yep. Cool. Well, that is Best Colorist. Yeah. Good job, guys. That's a good list, yeah. guys. Um, all right. So now we're into Best Ongoing Series. Uh, we're going to read through all the nominees. So we've talked about this a bunch. This is kind of where things get weird because there's so many series that um, you know start in a year and half the comics don't make it past. Right issue eight or ten at this point before they get relaunched so best ongoing series are comics that either ran through the whole year or uh started earlier and ran partly through this year and finished up well there's a lot we can easily take off i'll say yeah yeah definitely but But, uh these are still our our top (laughs) these are basically like every series that that (laughs) ran the whole year besides uh dc books of which there are like two on here so um (laughs) No. We've got Action Comics, Alex and Ada, All New X-Men, Afterlife with Archie, Avengers, Batman, Daredevil, Detective Comics, East of West, Fatal, FF, Guardians Guardi- of the Galaxy. Hawkeye, Invincible, Lazarus, Letter 44, Manifest Destiny, Mind Management, New Avengers, Pretty Deadly, Profit. Wait, I liked it when we were reading it at the same time. Let's all read no. all of these at the same no. time. Rituality. Rocket Girl, Girl. <laughs> Saga, Saga, Satellite, Satellite Sam, Sam, Sex, Sex, Sex Criminals, The Six, Six Gun. Gun. Okay, let's no, not do this that is really anymore. dumb. <laughs> All right, Jared. I didn't participate in that. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, Nick. Superior Spider-Man, Swamp Thing, Thor, God of Thunder, Velvet, Walking Dead, Wonder Woman, and Zero. So that was Superior Spider-Man with a question mark on the end. My favorite book of the year. I, I think there Superior were... Spider-Man? Yeah. I think there's there are five DC Spider-Man? books on here. Oh uh, yeah, there's no, five no, or six. Not, um, not bad. Let's take them off. All right, Detective. <laughs> I'm taking off Detective Comics. All right, all right. I'll uh, concede it. Um, it I, I haven't loved it. Uh, you know, mainly I, because I think it's, it's, it's been, on here because it had that relaunch of a new storyline at issue the Icarus thirty one, which is yeah. great. And then, um, yeah, I think. But if anything, it's been really inconsistent, and it's been yeah. great when the one team works on it, and that's, then it's not great. The problem with a lot of these, they have well, fill-in stories. So I think the, Batman the, and Robin the fill-in story was the best. <laughs> which one was that? Uh, that was the Jean Paul Leon. Oh yeah, yeah, one, that was just really, really. I think good. Batman and Robin should have been on here before Detective Comics, to be honest. But that's just me. That's no, just why isn't it on here? I don't know. It wouldn't have made it into the top five anyway. I love it. Um, I'll add it on. No, 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 just, no it's okay. Fine. No, let's just go. <laughs> it's too late. We're committed. Um, I am torn. Okay, I'm going to take off. God. 
take something off. I know. Just do no, it. I know. There's so many things that are easy to take off. Yeah, come on. I know. Well, my problem is that some of these things, like the stuff that ended, I never really read well, because I came to it late. I know. That's the thing. <laughs> but the stuff that, I, that I've read, like I love. Um, I, I'll take off all new X-Men. All right. Although I'm good with that. It's okay. been cool. Uh, really Brian Michael Bendis still doing a good job. Current storyline is fun. They're with Miles Morales, yeah. Stuff, All so. the artists that they have on that book are always great. Yeah. So, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take off uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Um, Ooh, another Bendis hasn't been a great year for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that book um, had a stronger start than it. Has, yeah. So. Um, Although it was, was Trilogy Gray this year. Yes. Was that last year? Yeah, no, that was this year. year. I did like Trilogy Gray. It's meandered, which a little ran bit through the two books. The two books we just killed. Um, the one for me is going to be uh, Satellite Sam, which is a great... Oh, man. Really? Yeah, I mean, that, See, it's not in my top five, probably. No, but, but it's like a great... I love is it. Is it 50s, 60s? When's it set? Uh, 60s. 50s into the 60s. So, like the early 60s. days of television where they're trying yeah. to do a serialized live TV show, a sci-fi thing called Satellite Sam. But again, just the art is dragging it down for me a little bit. Yeah, I, I definitely feel it's Howard Chaykin's best art. Yeah, um, but been a long still. time. But yeah, I, I can see that. But it's definitely running on the great writing. But it's yeah, it's it's incredibly interesting and insightful. Um, and the murder mystery is pretty fun. And yeah, the characters very crazy. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say Action Comics, which uh, I th- I think is a. I think Greg Pak and Aaron Cooter took a book that was pretty stale and made it into something fun and very Superman-y. Yep. Uh, but uh, yeah, that is another great team shift that really helped the book. Yeah. Uh, do we say we're doing a top five or top ten? Top five. five. Top five. All right. Or we can do a top ten. Let's no, do top five. five is fine. Okay. Top five. Okay. Um, I'm going to take off... Oh, God. Letter 44. Mm. I know, Nick. That's one of the ones that you really love. No, that's fine. Is that it's, okay? Yeah. It's, it's good. It's not... I it don't might not be not in my top five. All right. It might be like six or something. But yeah. it's, it's a great series. Um, that's yeah. that. Uh, Charles, we, we're talking about this... In between segments here that we didn't even mention that Charles Sewell wrote Letter 44, yeah. and it's yeah, a it's really like great series. His outlier. Great sci-fi <laughs> slash political thriller thing. Yeah. Nick. Yeah. Uh, right. I'm going to go with um, Rocket Girl. Yeah. yeah. Anybody object to that? No. no. Um, I like yeah. Rocket Girl all right. I think it kind of meandered a little bit, and I didn't think it nailed the last the end of the storyline. I think that's well. fair, and I'm really curious to see where it's going to go as an yeah. ongoing yeah. 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 All right. Um, hmm. I think the one I might do, uh, let's see if anyone fights me on this, is Batman. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Nick? It's a little early for me, but um, I, yeah, I don't think it's going to make it in the top five. To it's be honest, honestly so. just like, I don't like how dark it is. Uh, it's just like it's kind of the tone of Batman across then. the ways. <laughs> I have. Are it, you reading it's, Endgame? It's dark, but it's. it's yeah. It's fun. Yeah, um, it's fun. Yeah, and it's, there's a lot of jokey stuff in it. And and like Nick and I were just talking about the like the story where like Gotham gets overgrown with plants. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah. Like Batman has like tigers. <laughs> yeah, I guess it shouldn't be just because I don't want it to be what it's doing. So, but how, I, but also I don't. For me, it's not a top five. So no, it's, I know. Yeah, but I'm not I'll, li- I'll leave it, it on for a while. How about Velvet, the new retro spy thriller? Um, Someone's gonna take it off. It be you. Uh, okay, I will take it. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's a great series. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, what if Money Penny was James Bond the whole time? Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely twisted the whole concept on its head and has some great Cold War it's action definitely up stuff. there for me, but not maybe not. Storytelling is me really good. I was catching up with it today. Yeah. I like that it jumps sort of between point of view yeah. in, in a really fun way. So, 
you should definitely read it, everybody. Uh, I'm going to say Afterlife with Archie. Really good book. Uh, takes Archie and turns it into a zombie thing, which sounds yep. like it would be terrible. But actually, it's pretty How cool. many issues came out this year? Yeah, not a lot. Six okay. or seven. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. another oh, reason. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's a really huge um, break. Yeah. Because I was going to say issue... Who was the one where Archie kills his dad this year? Because that was really good. Um, okay, Maybe. that's fine. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take off uh, Daredevil, which is kind of a weird thing. We were talking about it today because technically the current Daredevil series began this year and so isn't eligible for this category. It's, but the last one it's ended. <laughs> but it's the same team. It and counts. anyways, uh, Daredevil is consistently great. Uh, Mark Wade writing and Chris Samney is fantastic on the art. Um, Man. But it's, hmm. and I, I mean, I read every issue, but it's definitely it's not in my top ten. Are you okay with that, Nick? Yes, that's right. fine. It's in take my top it, ten. But take it more off, Nick. But maybe not your top five. Maybe not. Maybe not. I might have been, but that's fine. <laughs> now we'll never but know. I haven't had a chance to look at this whole list yet. Uh, um, I will say uh, FF. Is that is it okay? I mean, it would be me and that you was that the end, wanted the end No, of, I That was the Matt, the Matt Fraction run, right? Um, yeah. That kind of ended up being written by... Uh, Mike Allred. Mike Allred my, at the end. My favorite stuff in that book was when it was insane and it was written by Mike Allred at yeah. the end. And like, and Mike Allred's brother was co-writing it with him. Just and went it off great. the rails. It yeah, was amazing. Like, it ends with Doctor Doom crying. <laughs> but I feel like... <laughs> it's again, that guy. How many... Did, did that actually end Yeah, I think year? the last two or three. Yeah, so it was not really a 2014 book. Well, no, that's that's kind of the thing goes, because, that's right. you know, it's like yeah, it was an true. ongoing that was, it was running great. at some point this year. Um, it's, true. it's a weird yeah. category. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Manifest Destiny, a new one, which is uh, Lewis and Clark exploring the mid uh, the West, but it's full of monsters and weird magical stuff. Yeah, was that stuff. not under new series? Didn't that start this it started year? 2013. Oh, it started, yeah, I think the end of 2013. Oh, really? Yeah. It's one I really like, but um, maybe not in my top five, but it's really fun. The, the last storyline with them fighting uh, mosquitoes that burrowed into people's skin and laid eggs and yeah. a it's, giant it's a weird frog adventure <laughs> horror that thing. sounds really uncomfortable yeah <laughs> yeah it's not it's not good times for everybody uh i'm gonna say superior spider-man i love yeah. the end of superior spider-man yeah. so much yeah um but uh yeah i don't know it's it's just you know it's not in my top five right. uh but it, for anybody that didn't read it superior spider-man written by dan slott and it was about uh dr octopus taking over peter parker's body and ruining his life but also trying to be a hero with awful consequences. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, trying to be a hero with like supervillain motivations. So yep. yeah, or or practices. Right. Practices. Yeah. By the end, he's like he has like an island on his of his <laughs> own. That's like his secret lair, and he has robots that spy on everybody and, and henchmen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's great. All right. Oh no, I'm not ready for this. Um, okay, I. This is tough because I don't want to. I, Nick, I, I'm, it's hard to pin down what you really, really love, and I don't want to take something off that you really, really love. Yeah. <laughs> well, give, some give people, yeah, some people have more it. stuff on this list than other people, so yeah. you just gotta yeah. do it. Um, this is we're Nick's running, category. We're, yeah, we're running out of things that I like. I think I'm the only one that reads everything. I think so. You yeah, of like are. the monthly, yeah, yeah, like that would run. I counted for a it whole one year. time. I counted it at one point. I was reading 150 monthlies. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh boy. So. Um. I'm gonna take off Avengers. Uh, that's the see. That's fine. Um, 
I like New Avengers more. That's so, what I go. thought. Yeah, they were on here <laughs> together, and I separated although, them. Although lately they're the same thing. Yeah, um, yeah, but they're still two different series, yeah. so it's like you gotta. All right, all right. Um, man, yeah, these are Jeepers. all good. Goodness. Um, well, I'm gonna kill one that I really like, which is Zero. Um, I don't think any of you have read the last uh, five or ten issues. Um, Stop calling us out. <laughs> it's really good. Um, it's about this kind of spy who's was kind of trained to be an assassin for the government from like a very young age. Um, but it jumps around throughout of his life, and it and it um, has a very interesting kind of concept where each issue is, is drawn by different artists and takes place in a different time period and. Each even each issue has its own style, and there's kind of a bigger story building, and it's very subtle, and the relationships are pretty interesting, and it takes some crazy turns. But I love it. Yeah. I'm gonna take it. Uh, I think the one I'm gonna do is uh, Rachel Rising, which is the ongoing horror series. Um, why did I just forget his name? Help. Terry Moore. Uh, thank Terry you, Moore. Terry Moore, uh, who kind of jumps genres with every series he does, and this one's a really interesting. I love it too. Yeah, it's take on a, kind of what would happen if you die and come back. It's really creepy. Yeah, it's really good. I'm going to take off Swamp Thing. Like we said before, it's been really good since Charles Soule took over. Yeah, um, And he turned it into a much more fun and cohesive book than it was before. Um, but I'm taking it off. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to see if it was in my top five, but I think it's like number six. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> okay. I'm running out of things I can slash here. Um, I will take off Wonder Woman, I think. Hmm. Um, Ooh. I don't want to. <laughs> I really don't want to, but... Um, well, you don't have to. Like no. we said, it's a little bit weighted. If you've read any, you know, part of any of this, or if one of these things just doesn't interest you at yeah, all... Yeah, say that. Mm. Yeah. We'll see you if just it's take it off. someone else's top five or whatever. Okay, well, there's one I definitely can't say because Nick would sock me. Try um, it. Try it. How about sex? Oh. I was we, thinking about can we, that. Can we take like, that off? I don't know. Um... It's so sex is. I'm looking at this list. Yeah, sex is like this one where it's basically a a Batman, not pastiche, but like definitely a new superhero universe based on it. Where the idea is like if everyone kind of quit being a superhero or supervillain for a while and then tried to come back, but also examining all the inherent sex behind all the violence in superhero comics. I think and it's in my top five. It's really good. It's a comic um, that doesn't read very well issue to issue, but is a very strong ongoing story that reads great as a trade. Yeah. I just don't like the art, so it's not for me. I love all the right. art. Um, I pass and well, can try, we, I mean, you can take it else. off can at this we, point because it's, it's probably in my top five, but it's probably number five. <laughs> and we're also down to like 15 or something. Yeah, so, so we're, we're like getting 18. there. All right. So. I'm, I'm okay with it. Sorry, oh, man. man. Really? All yeah. Right. All right. Um, gotta have priorities. Well, I'm he's, gonna he's go trying. ahead and take off. <laughs> I can't do that. Um, <laughs> man, uh, I guess I'll take off Batman now. Yeah. It's yeah, a good time for that's Batman. what I was gonna do. That, yeah, to go. Nice. Um, like we said, it's great. Um, some of. Scott Snyder's work, best work, definitely Greg Capullo's best. Capullo, Capullo, is his best work, um, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, all right. Uh, I'm gonna say Invincible, uh, which is probably the most consistently steady thing on this list, and it's definitely come out the longest. It's great. The last issue of the yeah. year was awesome. And it's had some. It had some definitely controversial and crazy stuff happen over the last year. But yeah, it had a little bit of controversy that I don't. Yeah. It's probably blown a little bit out of proportion. Yeah, but, yeah, it's always is. But, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna say Profit. 
Um, just not a ton of profit came out this year for That's one. True. I'm excited for Earth War. God, but it was it's just, so good. Yeah, it's just not in my hold on, top. Hold on. Okay. Right. Um, hold on. I've got another one if if you want to if you want to wait on that one. Um. Yeah, I think it's in my top three. Okay, I'm gonna say Thor, God of Thunder, um, by uh, Matt Fraction, and was Isad Rubik drawing? No, Jason Aaron. Oh, sorry, Jason Aaron. Yeah. And uh, was Isad Rubik drawing the end he of that? He probably drew a little bit of it this year, yeah. and then the rest of it was. Uh... I thought it was great all the way through. I did yeah. like the first six issues better than the second six issues, but I, the whole thing oh, God, was great. The second six issues is great. Um, <laughs> so we're at ten now. Do we want to talk about? Yeah, you want to read the top. Yeah, you want to you want to read the ten. Sure, off? we've right, got ten. Yeah. yeah, Alex and Ada, East of West, Fatal, Hawkeye, Lazarus, Mind Management, New Avengers, Pretty Deadly, Sex Criminals, Six Gun. Are we? Did I know? Do I know? Like that's more than twelve. <laughs> um, I think I must have skipped some. Well, Six Gun, uh, Walking Dead, and Wonder Woman is it's what like, we have left. Yeah, we're at fifteen. Fifteen. Um, is sorry. it fifteen? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, who's uh, who's nice up? Nice try. I keep going. Uh, I just went. Yeah, I know. I was trying to get out of going. <laughs> <laughs> By cheating. Yes. But I, we can also start talking about tops now and see, you know, what makes it. And people yeah. were talking about their top five. So Yeah, I think that's probably. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll read my top five off now. Uh, it's Alex and Ada, East of West, um, Saga, Walking Dead. That's only four. Uh, <laughs> well, that's my top four. Okay. Uh, my top five are Alex and Ada, East of West, um, Sex Criminals, Six Gun, and Wonder Woman. Man, we're going to have some different lists. Uh, mine are Alex and Ada, East of West, Lazarus, Mind Management, Profit, and, oh, man, what's the fifth one? Uh, all right, I'm going to go with Walking Dead because it's always great it's always the first thing i read when it comes out oh man <laughs> uh i got a top six does that count top yeah that's six. fine that's fine uh alex and ada fatal lazarus which i just caught up on is amazing saga sex criminals and walking dead for the same reasons nick just said i thought the new jump in time for walking dead really amped it up even more did you say saga i did not say saga okay. but i do love I, didn't saga. Uh, saga. I was just marking down things that had uh yep. D- like multiple uh, votes. multiples yeah. yeah so okay so uh whose turn is it it's mine okay okay i will take off the six gun six gun is my very favorite you want, you don't leave if it's your very favorite yeah, ongoing yeah, why would doing? you take it off i was <sighs> waiting for else. you to take it off but i know well, see that's Do, the thing it's your I know very I'm... favorite ongoing yeah, right this all is right. not then how you don't defend take it your off. favorite okay. <laughs> yeah. all right then i will take off pretty deadly which i love and i talked about that with um with talking about kelly sue deconic but it is not in my top five all right nick um, I guess now we could take. Do we already take off Thor? Yes. Yes. We yes. already took off Thor. I just didn't mark it off. <laughs> All right. Um, did we what take about off new Avengers? Did we take off Profit? Nope. Oh, because no. nope. okay, Both I are on there. it out, but I. Um, I think. Yeah, I guess New Avengers is the next thing that comes off. Um, I love it a lot. Um, definitely some of my favorite kind of uh, epic superhero stuff going on right now. Um. Yeah, it's always one of the first books I read when it comes out. All right, I'm gonna do something that would be crazy in 2013. Uh, how do you guys feel about taking Hawkeye off? Uh, that was what I was gonna take yeah. off. So yeah, again, wow. which kinda, is not a whole kind of suffered. Not a lot of it came yeah, out. Like still one of the most innovative but... series out there. But, but that was yeah. true last year too, though. Yeah, only three or four issues came out. Well, that puts um, us at ten. 
Is that 10? Yep. All right. Uh, so our top 10 are... Wait. No, we're doing 11. five, right? Oh, are we doing five? Yeah, we're yeah. doing five. Keep oh, going. crap. Keep okay. going. Um, I have another one that I don't know why it's still in there, but um, take it off. <laughs> uh, which one is it? Faith Out. Uh, no. I was going to leave it to one of you guys to take that off. That's well, one of my top five. If we are doing top five, then I'm going to say Wonder Woman. Um, That's fine with me. Kelly, you got to speak up. It's definitely <laughs> I great. Know. Well, um, you know, it's like what's in her top two or three at this point. Yeah, It's not. It's definitely my fifth. Um, it's definitely okay. up there for me, but yeah. Yeah. It was great. And I was so happy was... we were at 10 and we were going to number these, but. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say as well, an... we're also not at 11. We're not I'll say at Wonder 10. Woman as an ongoing also has had issues that were not by Brad Nazarello this That's year. True. That's true. Um, <laughs> it's percentage we of greatness. Sorry dropped. to see <laughs> that team yeah. go. All right. There All right. Goes. Bye. Right, so just... now are we at 10? Now yeah. we're at 10. And we don't want to just number these. We want to get to five. Yeah, yeah we'll get to five. We... Okay. I don't care. Um, I mean, I'm fine with just numbering these. We started out with 35. A top 10 number. Is it, it goes faster. Um, All right, number 10. Who's well, hold on. So our top 10 are, just want to make sure I got this right, Alex and Ada, East of West, Fatal. No, Fatal came off. Nope, still nope. on there. Still oh, on there. okay. Alex and Ada, East of West, Fatal, Lazarus, Mind Management, Prophet, Saga, Sex Criminals, Walking Dead. And Six Gun. And Six Gun. All right. Right. So... Um, yeah, so things we, we haven't talked about. Put six gun at ten. Um, I um, feel like that was yeah. Oh, well, maybe yeah, not. or or fatal, which was or fatal. Come yeah, we should put. I fatal think it should be fatal. It wrapped up and it was amazing. Um, it's this great. I didn't like it as much as Brubaker's other stuff. Or really, but it's good. It's definitely good. I liked it more than Brubaker's other okay, stuff. Okay, so yeah. I think um yeah, just because uh if we're looking at things that only one person had, I guess then six gun would be at nine. I yeah, that's fine. Um, and then all these other things had multiple people choosing. Well, them. what about so, mind management? Well, uh, pro- profit didn't. So let's put that in at eight. What about profit? Oh, no, let's profit put and mind management. Let's put I yeah, Nick. Which one do you want at eight, eight? And which one do you want at seven? I think mind management is eight because uh, I like profit. Well, I put pro- well, I put profit at eight, but yeah, I think mind management is kind of more um, ambitious. But either way, it's fine. Um, all right, we can let's do mind management. Let's at eight. do mind management at eight. Profit at seven. Okay. Seven. Nobody's like going crazy for Saga at the moment, so I think that yeah, that would be a that's good six. Kind of a weird thing, but is that <laughs> number six. Yeah, I think that's okay, right? I think uh, sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. I mean, that's okay. the thing when you have something that is so consistently good. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, have, we have a top five. We do um, have a top this is five. Be great. And uh, so we're gonna. I'm just gonna read these real quick. That's Alex and Ada, East of West, Lazarus, Sex Criminals, and Walking Dead. Whoa. Um, Could we boy. do them in that order? Almost. No. No. I feel like every single one of us said Alex and Ada. Yeah, yeah, well, I think that might be our that number one. That doesn't mean I'm <laughs> number one. Oh, that's definitely not mine. Um, okay. Walking Dead. It's not even close. Walking I, it's, it wasn't even in my top five. Walking Dead um, at five? Oh, I thought it was in your top five. Nope. Oh, oh maybe it was. You did, but it's you like it. five. Yeah. Uh, I'm good with Walking Dead at five. It's super consistent. Again, um, yeah. 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 Suffering by being too consistently good. Um, oh, boy. Uh, the other things I could see at one are... East of West mm-hmm. and Sex Criminals. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Lazarus, Lazarus would, four. I've already said, would be my number one. But Yeah, honestly, um, Lazarus might be higher on my list than those other ones. But um, I know it's consensus stuff. So um, does anybody think Sex Criminals is their number one? Or even number two? Um, 
Of the ones left, it's of the ones left. Is it anybody's number one or number two? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. Um. So wait, we've got one through four left. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Lazarus, I'm not caught up enough on to talk about. Um, it's it's really good. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a I'm huge a, fan of the art. Yeah, I'm um, not. I'm not oh, really? on the art no. either. That's madness. Um. Yeah. yeah, it's just a different style. It's just not what I'm into. It's Michael Lark, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I've never really been. He's got one of the best world building art styles I've seen. He'll have like stuff in the background that's actually relevant and important and makes things look cool. Um, I I think there's just not enough style to his art for me. To me right now, obviously Lazarus is my favorite. But besides that, I would say East to West, Sex Criminals, Alex and Ada. Um, So you're saying... Oh, no, East to West. Well, yeah, those are the ones that are left. East to West. (laughs) East to West would be... I'm saying in order. East to West. Well, actually, East to West, Alex and Ada, Sex Criminals is probably my I'd rather put... Thing, but... I'd put East to West at four, but the other one's higher. I think I could be okay with that. East to West is consistently great. It is. It's incredible, yeah. Um, It's hard between East to West and Lazarus. Lazarus, Did that, the world, come out this year? Those are my top. That was really cool. Yeah, those are my top two. When you think about the fact that he went, what, they went, like, 15 issues before they even explained what everything was. Yeah. That's insane. So something for me that like you guys were talking about earlier is like Alex and Ada is always the book where I'm like hyper aware of everything that's going on at all times and it like sticks with me more than anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's how I am about Lazarus for sure. And yeah, it's, um, it's yeah, it's a very different focus of the story though. Yeah, and Sex Criminals I really like. Uh, yeah. But I don't, I don't run to it when it comes out. Like I think my top two are probably Alex and Ada and East to West on here. That's why I said a sex so we should do should sex criminals at four. Maybe we should do that... sex criminals at four. I mean, Kelly, what what are you looking at? What are your top two? My top two are Alex and Ada and sex criminals. Okay, oh boy. So if we put sex criminals at four, I would want Alex and Ada high. Well, do we want to do <laughs> Lazarus? Oh boy, like at two, uh, or like at one? What do you think? <laughs> east east of West at four, Nick. Uh. That's crazy, but <laughs> I feel like sex. You think that's too high? No, you think East to West should be higher? Is perfectly fine at four. Wait, which one? But sex criminals. I think. I mean, yeah. I mean, I can't. I think Lazarus or is a good four as well. <laughs> yeah. Um. But see, yeah. that's my number one. Yeah. So wait, Jared, what's your number? one? What's your number one, Jared? Because what? What Lazarus. if all of us have our I'd, number I'd say one it's in Lazarus, there? Lazarus, honestly, of these. Okay, well, me and Jared have the same number one. So and I that, think, yeah. do we have the same number one? If, we're, if it's Alex, yeah. yeah. Alex and Ada's my number one. So let's put one. Sex Criminals at four and, and East then, of West at three. And we all agree and on then, East of West. And yeah, then okay. It out. Sex Crims at four, East of West at three. Oh, wait, no, we all agree about East of West, though. Yeah. That's but, the thing. Oh, yeah, we so all agree about East It's like all of our number three. So all right, then so Lazarus we can put Lazarus at three. And then Alex and Ada at two. And East of West at one. I'm good. I'm good with that. Oof. I'm good with that. Yeah, for sure. Fighting it out. Lazarus at three. Alex and Ada at two. East to West at one. All right. So That's great. That's we, a really good list. Got our Those are all really good comics. All right. Uh, we don't have any of the creators on here, so let's see if I remember all these correctly. At number 10, Fatal by um, Ed Brubaker and Sean Jack, Phillips. Jack Kirby <laughs> and Stan Lee. Uh, no, yeah, by uh, Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. At number nine, Six Gun by Colin Cullen Bunn and Brian Hurt. Okay, give me a second. I got all these. All right. At number eight, Mind Management by Matt Kent. At and number Matt, seven, and Matt Kent. And Matt Kent. <laughs> At number seven, uh, Profit by Brandon Graham, Simon Roy, and Various. Lots of people. And yeah. lots of other people. Yeah. At number six, Saga by Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples. At number five, The Walking Dead by Robert Kirkman and Charlie Adler. At number four, Sex Criminals by Matt Fraction and Chip Zdarsky. At number three, Lazarus by Greg Rucka and Michael Lark. 
At number two, Alex and Ada by Sarah Vaughn and Jonathan Luna? Yes. Yep. Okay. <laughs> nice. And at number one, East to West by Jonathan Hickman and Nick, Nick. Dragoda. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's our best list. ongoing series. That's, that's a, a good list, list though. Yeah. Really good. Great. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, up next, we've got uh, a shorter category. This is Best Publisher. All right, you know what? Let's just skip Best Publisher because I want to get to Book of the Year. <laughs> okay. You guys good with that? Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right. Um, yeah, uh, but the Best Publisher of the Year was probably Image. Image. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think all right, so, so Book of the Year, uh, of course you think it was retro, Retrofit slash Big Planet Comics. Yeah. Um, so Book of the Year is mostly original graphic novels. There's a few short story collections and stuff on there, but it's mostly all original material. Um, and here we go. Ama 2, The Invisible Throng, Age of License, The Amateurs, Amazing Spider-Man Family Business, Andre the Giant Life and Legend, Ant Colony, Arson Shrowen, Basewood, Beautiful Darkness, Beauty, Benson's Cuckoos, Black Canary and Zatanna Bloodspell, Black Sad Amarillo, Bumperhead. By Chance or Providence, Celeste, Doctors, Earthling, The Gigantic Beard That Was Evil, The Hartlepool Monkey, The Hospital Suite, How to Be Happy, in a sense, lost and found in real life, it never happened again. Mega Hex, Motherless Oven, New Lone Wolf and Cub, Nijihara Holograph, Oak, Obscure Cities, Leaning Girl, uh, Operation Margarine, Opus, Robert Moses, Seconds, Shadow Hero, Shamanism, Shoplifter, Showa, History of Japan, 1944 to 1953, Sing No Evil, Sisters, Snowpiercer 1, The Escape, Soppy, A Love Story, This One Summer, Through the Woods, Tomboy, A Graphic Memoir, 12 Gems, The Undertaking of Lily Chin, and Wrenchies. All right. So, uh, yeah, uh, these are all great. 50 best of the year, everybody. 50 best of the year. And then, but just uh, stuff has to come off. So here we go. Coming off first is blah, blah, blue, 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 blue. I love that one. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I'm going to say Snackies by Nick Samita. It's a really great humor book. Uh, a ton of good stuff. Uh, uh, he just, he does like slice of life stuff mixed with like crazy insights. It's great. Uh, and everybody should read it, but it's coming off. Okay, mine first to go is Innocence Lost and Found by Roman Muradov. Um, this was a book that Nobrow published. Um, I really loved it, but I know I'm I'm the only one here. Um, <laughs> but I think it's definitely worth checking out, y'all. All right, um, I'm gonna go with um, yikes. Um, boy, oh boy. Oh. <laughs> Thought you were prepared. Come Amazing on. Spider-Man uh, Family Business, uh, which I really liked. Um, I think it may be the only superhero thing on this list. There's uh, another one. There's maybe another there's one, one more. Um, but yeah, it's great. It's uh, about Spider-Man and his sister. His sister. Crazy. Yeah. What a twist. And it's really great art by uh, Gabriel Zaha. Yeah, it's a standalone graphic novel, so you don't have to read True. anything else around it, which is always cool. Um, I just lost one. Oh, here we go. Uh, the one I'm going to take off is Ashawa by uh, Shigeru Mizuki. Uh, this is his autobiographical story of him being enlisted in the Japanese army in the Pacific in World War II, crossed with the history of what was happening in Japan at the time. And this is the third volume in the series. The reason I liked it is because it deals with him surviving the war and kind of the post-war period, which you don't see a lot about in historical stuff. But also how he lost his arm uh, due to the horrible you know, conditions he was in, but also just how he was just like a happy-go-lucky guy that somehow that toughness and spirit got him through these horrible situations uh i'm gonna take off sisters by Raina telgemeier Woo. 
All right. <laughs> it's uh, it's a, a kind of a sequel to Smile. It's about Rainer and her sister when they were young. Uh, it didn't make it into our top uh, kids' books, so it's probably not going to make it into our top graphic novels. <laughs> <laughs> Just killing it now. Yep. All right. I'm going to take off The Undertaking of Lily Chen, which is by Danica um, Novgorodov. Novgorodov. Um, it's about a boy in... I guess I think China who ha- has to marry a dead girl for the honor of his family or no, his brother has died and he has to find a wife for her. But the wife that he finds is still alive. He has to find a corpse. Yeah. Corpse bride. Yes. Super weird. Cool. Uh, art is really beautiful, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to go with um, amateurs by Connor Stitchell. I don't know how to pronounce it. That sounds good, right? Um, it's really super weird and really br- brutal and so kind of dark. funny. Um, yeah. And yeah, I don't even know how to explain it. It'd be way higher for me, but I understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. But yeah, I just didn't think it would make it. Yeah, it's, it's about Satanists and a cursed river and butchers that go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. Nick, how do you feel about me sliding Benson's cuckoos off? Can uh, I get away with it? Oh, uh, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Benson's cuckoos by Anouk uh, Ricard. Um, Wow, man, I wouldn't describe it. Super cartoony, like... Uh, like anthropomorphic animal, characters an- in an office. Yeah, but with, like, just bizarre happenings at the office. It's a new guy who's recruited there, and the office is just full of crazy people, and there's all kinds of inner mystery and just, like, people... It's really fun. Yeah, it's yeah. really funny and really weird. I realized the whole time that you guys have been talking about Benson's Cuckoos, like while we were g- going through this list, I was getting it mixed up with Brooklyn Quesadillas. <laughs> it's a totally <laughs> different thing. It's a totally different thing. And came thing. out last year. Yeah. yeah, man. It's not on our list. Uh, yeah, but anyway. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take off Celeste by INJ Colbard. Uh, I thought it was a really cool kind of, it's about time stopping and then a bunch of people having to deal with like issues in their lives and sort of resolving them and time restarting. It was it was really interesting. Uh and it was it was cool to see Colbard write something. Mm-hmm. Um, right. yeah, yeah, true. Can you tell how much how much better prepared we were for this than any previous category? These, yeah. Like yeah. this list we got down from like over two hundred. So <laughs> that's true. We are so good at this. Was at this it point. over two hundred? I think it, it was. was something ridiculous. Um all right, I lost my place because I was talking. <laughs> <laughs> so prepared. <laughs> I'm on top of this. Okay, I'm going to take off uh, Robert Moses, Master Builder of New York, which is by Pierre, uh, Christian, and Olivier Belez. Um, I really love architectural history, so this was like, it hit some buttons for me, and it's a really lovely um, look at Robert Moses, a very even-handed, he's kind of a controversial figure in New York. Um, another book from No Brow, actually. They put out some good stuff this year. Uh, but yeah. All right, I'm going to go with Snowpiercer 1, The Escape, by Jacques Loeb and Jean-Marc Rochette. Um, it's really good. Um, if, you have, if you've seen the movie, it's a little different. Um, a little bit. But, uh, yeah, it's about a guy fighting his way from the back of the train to the front of a train that's kind of the only uh, remaining uh, vestiges of humanity. Um, in a frozen world, and that's pretty interesting. I thought you were going to say that's the only remaining vestige of the story that made it into the movie, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. which is true. Parts of it, for the, sure. yeah. They, yeah, it doesn't have the part where he slips on a fish, which is what made the movie great. So <laughs> it does have the baby eating, though. Yeah, yeah so it comes off the list. Spoiler. <laughs> um, hmm. How do you guys feel about Age of License? You I'm can take okay that. I'm. That. I'd be the one who fight for that. But. Okay. Uh, so Age of License is uh, Lucy Nisley. Uh, this is a kind of follow-up to her other memoir she's done, um, 
This one is where she goes on a trip to Europe, uh, both by herself and later on with her family, and it involves both lots of culinary adventures, uh, sightseeing, and a little bit of romance. And it's, of course, with her super cute art. Uh, I am going to take off Black Sad Amarillo. Uh, it's crazy Amarillo. that it's, it's coming out this early. But, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was a really cool uh, sort of L.A. Uh, Hollywood story in the Black Sad universe. But, um, yeah, it just wasn't my favorite of the Black Sad series. All right. Yeah. Ooh. And nobody fought for it, so there we go. <laughs> it happens. There's so many good books this yeah, year. Yeah, there are. Uh, okay, I've I've run out of, like, sure things. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, I guess I'm not totally out. Um, I'm I'm gonna take off the Shadow Hero by Jean Luen Yang and Sunny Liu. Um, it was a a brand new uh, superhero story about a, uh, a a Chinese guy in San Francisco in like the early part of the century, and it had some really lovely cultural notes to it, and I liked it a whole lot. It's based on like an old character. Right? Yeah, it's true. There was an older character, Green Turtle, I yeah, think. Green yeah, Green Turtle. Who apparently was the first Asian uh, or Asian American superhero ever yeah. done in comics? Yeah, um, not to be confused with Green Llama, the first Buddhist superhero in comics from like, the forties. <laughs> there 40s. you go. It's true. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Um, nice. <clears throat> oh man. Um, yeah, it's already starting to get tough now. Yeah. I think those were the ones we're like. I'm gonna go ahead and take off Hartlepool Monkey. Um, I really liked it. Um, it's about uh, this monkey that gets uh, shipwrecked um, in this town, and everybody thinks he's uh, a Frenchman. Um, and it's they end a up very putting him on trial, town. and um, it's it's pretty crazy, and has a really w- crazy ending. It takes place in um, Napoleon, yeah, during loosely, the Napoleonic Wars, loosely based on actual events, based um, on actual events, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's terrifying. Okay, um, the one I was looking at is hmm. Uh, Nick, how do you feel about New Lone Wolf and Cub? Is that on your top? Uh, it's on my top ten, but it's great. It's incredible. Uh, so yeah, so basically Kazuo Koike and uh, Kojime, oh, I can't remember his first name is, uh, did Lone Wolf and Cub, which is still one of my favorite series of all time. And after Kojime died, I found this guy, Hideki Mori, who's just grew up on Kojime's art, and they did the sequel, which literally takes place after Lone Wolf and Cub, hence New Lone Wolf and Cub. And it is one of the best action, adventure, violent things ever done. It's amazing. I'm going to take off um, Opus by Satoshi Kon, a really cool book about what would happen if a manga artist was going to kill off one of his characters and the character found out that was going to happen and tried to stop it. <laughs> and uh, it, there's some really yes. cool, really cool layouts and stuff where people are running through panels that are like disembodied in space and stuff. It's, it's, it's yeah. really awesome. But uh, yeah. OK, I'm going to take off Shoplifter by Michael Cho. Um This was a book that I really liked about um, a woman who's kind of she's unhappy in her job and she's finding little ways to deal with it. And it's about basically how she decides what she's going to do with her life. But it was really lovely. It's really good. It's very, very well written. The art is very good. I love the pacing in it. So that's his first book. That's amazing. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's incredibly at least his first long book, actual book book. Um. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take off, oh man, I don't want to do that yet. Um, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, Soppy? A love story? I'm not okay with that. Not okay with Quite that? yet. Did you read it, Nick? Yeah. Okay. I did. Um, yeah. it's good. It's just, yeah. Keep going. Pick something else. All right. Um, 
Pick something that make Kelly matter. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Black Canary and Zatanna, Blood Spell. That was going to be my next one, but okay. <laughs> um, it's good. Um, it's about Black Canary and Zatanna going on a wacky adventure. Um, really good art by Joe Quinones and Paul Dini doing kind of a traditional uh, DC comic that is sorely lacking. Yeah, it was, a, <laughs> yeah. it was a really welcome throwback. Yeah, it was fun. It was great. Um, hmm. How do you guys feel about Ant Colony? Yeah, I think that's okay. Um, it's really, really good. Nick? Well, I keep no. It might be a circle bit around a bit later. That. Yeah, yeah okay. that's definitely in my top ten. All right, the other one, um, uh, Nijigahara Holograph. Um, so this is by Inio Asano, who's had very little uh, translated into English. The other one was uh, Solonen, which came out a few years ago. And this one he actually wrote like ten years ago. It's just about a bunch of kids. Uh, who like one of their classmates dies in a weird accident that they might have been involved in, but there's rumors that there was a monster. So it's just like this weird mix of reality and like horror, and then it it continues on into the present when everyone starts growing up and thinking about how things went before. So there's a lot of flash forwards and flashbacks. Really, really creepy story. Really, really well done. I'm going to take off Mega Hex uh, by Simon Hanselman. Uh, I love this book. It's about a witch and a cat getting stoned. And <laughs> uh, it's it's broken into a bunch of short stories. But uh, it's all hilarious and it's great. Yeah, and it's really everybody fun. should read it. <laughs> and that's it. Okay. I am going to take off. Oh, I lost it. I can't even remember what it was. Shoot. <laughs> oh, I'm going to take off The Motherless Oven by no. Rob. You're not ready for no. that? Okay, never mind. Jersey. I'm no. not taking that off. Um, right. What about Bumperhead, Gilbert Hernandez? No. No? no. Really? Yep. It's in man. your top ten? Yep. Okay. Oh, man. Jared with three denials already. Good what was my third Lord. one? Uh, um, didn't you deny something just a minute ago? No. Sure. Oh, no, no. That wasn't you. Just two in a row. Yep. Just oh. picking my, my faves. Um, I don't know where I'm at now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, we're all start bumping heads. These are all getting slim on the pickings here. Yeah. Um, what about Leaning Girl? You gonna deny me that one too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Well, of my ten, it's probably nine or ten on my list. It's not in my top ten, Everyone and it's definitely it. great, and it's yeah. kind of a fascinating piece of history. But um. yeah, I mean, in a lot of ways, like the whole obscure cities thing is like Francois Schwiet and just carries it on the art. But Benoit Peters always has really weird mixes of fantasy and science fiction and craziness on it. But I'll let it go. Okay. I'm just glad it's in English. Yeah, I mean, I think that's yeah. doing a disservice to the writing in that book, which is really yeah. fascinating. And the way it jumps between two realities, two realities yeah. Yeah, yeah, that are is, slowly is, winding together. Yeah, I think it's pretty great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the rest of the series. All right. Uh, man, how am I not going to anger somebody? Um, I think it's impossible at this yeah, point. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're to the end here. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you can't defend much beyond your top fives, to be honest. Oh, boy. All right. I got to readjust my list. I would have said... By chance or providence, because I don't think it's an original graphic novel. Like it's well, more this of is a, book, of book of the year, man. Yeah, I think it's more of a yeah, but that's reprint situation. But doesn't matter. Um, it's on our list. Yeah. So I don't know. Can I take that off? Anybody? Yeah, I yeah, think that's fine. Yeah. Um, to Becky Cloonan's, uh all of her short uh, mini comics, kind of collected in one big book. Um, they're all very, very interesting and kind it's like of fantasy horror. Yeah, and they all have kind of theme of uh, 
Oh, what was I going to say? Lost or love. Like, or, yeah, like yeah. lost and, yeah, lost love, actually. Almost all of them, but there you go. Yeah. Um, Becky Cloonan, so the art is amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, boy. They're so good. Um, she does a great werewolf. <laughs> all right, I'm going to sacrifice another of my top ten, but on the low list, uh, Oak, unless someone else wants to defend me on it. So this is uh, Max Badger's first big work. Again, we talked about it earlier in the kids section. Just really great cartoony art with a kid who has no sense of fear and gets into crazy adventures with ghosts and monsters. All right. All right. Um, I am going to take off Tomboy, a graphic memoir by Liz Prince. Uh, it's a really great uh, autobiography about Liz Prince and growing up uh, with the label of a tomboy and sort of getting into the punk scene and other stuff. I, I loved it. And her love of Ghostbusters. Yep, her love of <laughs> Ghostbusters. Yep. Uh, but, yeah. All right. That's, that's my choice. Okay. Um, God, I keep losing my freaking place. <laughs> the text we got we got all this on a one page the text is a lot smaller than the other ones um draw arrows l- little hearts and, and <laughs> sad faces um all right i am going to take off operation margarine by katie skelly um it's uh this again the same thing with by chance or providence it's a, a bound collection of her her little bitty mini comics about this kind of like girl gang getting into trouble yeah it's um, like a girl on the run from her rich parents right and hooks up with this this other girl um it's it's fantastic and katie skelly's writing and art is fantastic yeah it's wow. like my number 11 and it's maybe yeah. like the coolest book that came out this it's, year yeah, yeah. Un- unequivocally the <laughs> a lot of a lot of girls on bikes and guns and violence it's awesome yes all right um oh i'm gonna have to take off one of my 11th or 12th yep. place ones, which is uh, 12 Gems. Um, oh. Are you? By Lane Milburn. Are you okay with that, Kevin? I mean, it's it might be my 10 or something, yeah. but I, yeah. that's fine. It's great. It's a kind of a crazy sci-fi epic um, involving these three super weird characters trying to find these 12 gems and uh, this mad scientist who's kind of leading uh, the way. Out. It's it's insane. Whenever anybody really talks fun. about 12 gems, I do have to say it's like a 70s sci-fi pinball machine turned into a comic book. <laughs> and it definitely is. It is the that's best way to point. describe it by far. Good point. It's a triumph. Um, hmm. Cool. But it's okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Here's another one that's probably yeah, I love it. <laughs> around 10 or 11 for me. Uh, the Gigantic Beard That Was Evil. Anyone? Um, I don't know. We really like that. All right, all right. I'll come back to it. Um, how about? It's not my top ten. Uh, yeah, go ahead. My people's were. Mine. Um, hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of good stuff on. I know these are getting tougher. Uh, here's one. Uh, yeah, this isn't quite my top ten, but it's close to it. Uh, Shamanism by Igor Baranko, who did Jihad, which we loved a few years ago, and it's basically. The idea that if the Native American ghost dance of the 19th century, which had tried to wipe out the white invasion uh, using magic, had actually worked, and they rewrite history so that no white people ever came to the Americas, and it's set in modern times. It's full of like dream sequences and time jumps and erasing history. It's bananas, but super, super cool. Okay, so this is... Uh-oh. I'm going to take off the gigantic beard that was evil. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm just looking and like there's some time to think about there's it. some stuff on yeah. here that I haven't read and I just I can't yeah. say. But I think um, 
you know, at, at this point, it's like, what's in my top five right. and what's not? Yeah. And Gigantic Beard, that was evil, is probably in, like, like my seven or eight or something like yeah. that. But, um, wow. yeah, it's it's about a, a guy who lives in a society where everything is tidy and perfect. And uh, he has one hair that grows on his face. And then one day, uh, it starts to grow out of control. And then he grows hair all over his face. It turns into a giant beard that basically transforms society into something different than what it used to be. Yeah. It's and it's just like Stephen Collins, he just uses, like, amazing pencil art mm-hmm. on it but it's full of just yep. like crazy commentary on life and order and what everything's about yeah it's and it's great. it's different than anything else yeah. on this list and i would highly recommend that everybody read it yeah. yeah yeah okay i'm um because we're getting down to just what's in our top five i'm gonna take off it never happened again um which is by sam alden um i was two stories in one book um one of them hawaii 1997 so in good. particular i loved yeah. um Speaking of fantastic pencil art, I yeah. mean, Sam Alden oh is... We've talked a, about, a lot about Sam Alden in the last couple episodes, and, I mean, you should definitely check this out, all of his stuff. It reminds me a lot of Frank Satoru with yeah. uh, Pompeii, where it's like, you wouldn't say, like, he's drawn amazing detailed figure work. Like, it, like a lot of it's just rough little, like, outlines of a person, but... Mm-hmm. Combined in the storytelling, it's, it's it conveys it's, so much. Yeah, yeah he does well really done. great things with yeah. gesture and motion in with incredibly simple lines. Someone yeah. took like twenty panels from this in a row and turned it into a GIF, and it looks like an animated film. It's that's how much he can get motion. That's across. not actually from this. It's from um, the other one he did. Yeah, the other one. He's awesome. So <laughs> um, that gets us down to our top twenty, actually. What? So Ooh. I'm gonna I'm gonna read these off real quick. Uh, count uh, and make sure I'm doing it right. Ama two, the Invisible Throng, Andre the Giant, Life and Legend, Ant Colony, Arson Shrowen. Basewood, Beautiful Darkness, Beauty, Bumperhead, Doctors, Earthling, The Hospital Suite, How to Be Happy, In Real Life, Motherless Oven, Seconds, Sing No Evil, Soppy A Love Story, This One Summer, Through the Woods, and Wrenchies. That's 20. Yeah, that's 20. Yeah. Now it's ugly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Nick, it's your turn. Uh, it's my turn, eh? Yep. Um, I'm going to go with um, Basewood? Anybody gonna fight me on that one? I mean, we're in the yeah. top twenty. Um, it's up there for me, but yeah, it's uh, it's great. It's about like this guy who kind of uh gets, who lives in this like top of this cliff uh, in this town, and he falls down into the town and um into this new world that's unexplored, and some crazy stuff happens involving a, yeah, a it's, monster. It's like <laughs> half fantasy, half real life. Sort of. I don't know. No, none of it's real life, but <laughs> it's all real life. <laughs> yeah, it's good. But it's, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. Oh, boy. Um, here's a maybe surprising one. What do you guys think about seconds? By Heck no. All right. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, not yet, at least. Yeah, no, definitely not. Then what about going back to Ant Colony? Yeah, I think that's um, fair at this point. All right. It's in my top 10, but it's probably yeah. like number eight or so. So this is Michael DeForge, a collection of his uh, online strips, uh, about a group of insects, largely ants, but also with wasps and all kinds of other insects and stuff, all with crazy personalities and just like the uber violence. Super and weird and very of, interesting. Yeah. Um, His art style is so disgusting and so perfect for like all these insects having horrible things happen to them. Uh, it's getting tight. I'm going to yep. say Earthling by Aisha Franz. Oof. Ooh. I know. It's really good. I can try something else. I would if, do something else. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That's a really, really good book. So I haven't read Bumperhead. Um I just oh, getting the man. sense of where people wanted it on this list. It's, I think it might be getting close to time to cut that. Uh, um, look at my list. It's in my top ten. I will also say I haven't read Sing No Evil. I um, do really like Bumperhead, but I don't think it's not my top ten. 
So Bumperheads, uh, Gilbert Hernandez, it's another one of... Hold on. I'm not going to <laughs> I'm ready to cross it off. No. Oh, sorry, do something else. But yeah, it's just about uh, kids growing up, and it's just like great interactions between like teenagers and stuff. He did it a, a couple years ago, maybe last year, two years ago, uh, another one about much younger kids, and this is kind of like if those kids had grown up. Okay, so... Um, yes. For me, it's getting pretty tight. There's some, okay. and there's some things on here I have not read. Okay. Well, you know, I'm gonna say Amatu, the Invisible Throng by Frederick Peters. Okay. Okay. Is that? I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely great, but yeah. Um, yeah. This is a five book series. Is that what? It's is it gonna to be? be five books? I think. Yeah. It's it's uh it's like really cool sci fi kind of Frederick Peters, um, homage to Mobius a little bit. I'd yeah. say it's about a guy and his brother and a robotic ape just going on adventures. <laughs> and that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. really fun. Okay, um, I will take off Soppy, a love story by Philippa Rice. Um, right. Philip Rice started doing these little bitty, like, basically one to four panel strips um, about her relationship with Luke Pearson, who we mentioned earlier in this podcast. Um, and she put them together into little mini comics, and she actually had them at SPX. And this is, she turned around and, like, turned it into a much more narrative thing about about their relationship and it's really sweet and it made me cry they're super cute they're super cute and the art is just this beautiful very graphic um black red and white uh and it's it's fantastic i highly recommend it. yeah i love it i didn't realize it was luke pearson until the very end and i was like oh my god luke pearson's even awesome than i thought <laughs> y'all it's about to get real it right is now. <laughs> get real Ugh, that's yeah. probably my number six like, right. that's oh, really? here. yeah oh man all yeah. right i gotta be more brutal here then well, here's one that's not actually not in my top ten. Okay, um, that I really liked, which was uh, "Sing No Evil." Oof! All right, hold on, hold um, on. Let me look at my list. Put your life in perspective. Yeah, Jared, you're looking here, at your Jared. top five now. No, <laughs> I've got one. It's definitely really good. It's about uh, yeah. this guy in a band who's having trouble kind of um, making making his big break. Um, he's got a bear as a drummer. Um, <laughs> um, bear. It's cool. It's got a lot of cool relationship stuff and. Uh, some really weird uh kind of monster band stuff yeah. and it's 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 very fun. It's about yeah, basically uh, like an evil song. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh are they Finnish? Yeah, the I think so. But yeah, JP Ahonen and KPLR. All right, it's going. That was my Yeah, I mean it's it's up there for me too. Yeah. But Jared, that means it's your turn. I know. You gotta uh, kill something you love. Nope. I can kill something you guys love. No. What's that? Um the one I was thinking would be The Hospital Suite by John Porcellino. Um, I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's very, very good. How, lo- um, how long are you guys going to leave Arson Shrowan on here yeah. when nobody read the whole book? Oh, man. <laughs> I, I, I think That's it might a, be tough. I would all point. but like the last like 10 pages. <laughs> I don't think it should be allowed to be in the top 10 if nobody read the whole thing. I, it's my, you want to take be- a break it, and Nick will finish it? I, yeah, no. I can finish it right now if you want. It's even just having read... Yeah, almost I, all of it. It's I, my favorite book of the well, year. I think Nick had I've a read good half plan. Of it, is that we a lot of it. we review it on the next podcast and then we include it in next year's? No, no. Come uh, on, I don't. No, I think it's I think it's really weird if we have a book in our top ten that nobody's finished. Yeah, yeah. That's just me. It's that good. Yeah, no, I've read half of good. it. Um. Yeah, we should have read it earlier. Uh, yeah, we should have read it earlier. It's been out for a while. We don't have like there are a bunch of books on the shelf that we haven't read that might be the top ten books of the year, but you, we have to go by books that we've read. Yeah, but I've read a lot of this and it was that good without even finishing it. <laughs> anyway, let's but look at something. Nobody else. finished. <laughs> oh, sorry, Jared. What was yours? I just uh, I just I have been looking at that the whole time. Oh, the hospital suite. Um, 
Yeah, oh, it's so good. It's really, it's really good. good. Everything on here is great. All right, if oh man, we can take it. Well, off. I think it could come off. Yeah. Well, it's, it's time for because it now come it's off. kind of like what's top ten. Like we're doing our top fives, but if we all have the same top five, some stuff might. Yeah, I mean, so are we only going to top five on this? Let's, no, no, we're doing top ten. That's what I'm saying, though. It's like if we're all killing six through ten, and we're all, we all have the same six through ten, yeah, we might exactly. be cutting stuff yeah. out too early. Okay, so let's have a little conversation about stuff. Is, is so what's on here that people haven't read? Just like personally, like I haven't read Bumperhead, I haven't read Arson Shrowen, and I haven't read. I have read everything that's left except for. I haven't read Motherless Oven. Half of Through the Woods. I started Motherless Oven, and I wasn't really into it. But yeah, um, I read everything on here. Except Arson Shroud. I haven't read <laughs> Arson Shroud. I mean, I haven't read most of Through the Woods. Yeah. Does that count? But everybody else has. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I haven't read Wrenches. I If one person had finished Arson Shroud, I think it would be okay. But nobody. I'm very close. If nobody, you give me a few minutes, I can finish it. Nobody read. <laughs> um, I think we should take a break and let Nick finish it. <laughs> no, um, that's fine. I mean, yeah, it's a super dense book. And uh, yeah. Uh, I read ten books today. Okay. Anyway, so so whose turn is it now? It's my turn, right? Yeah. Okay. Arson Shrowen by Olivier Shrowen. I think it should come off because nobody read the whole book. Man, <laughs> no. Like seriously, I've read half of it, and it's better than almost everything else on this list. Yeah. Even like the first, like it does. A hundred pages yeah. are better than all of these other books, which is crazy to say. But it's Nick true. hasn't even finished it. He said it was his his favorite book. Okay. So, um, what about Motherless Oven? Oh boy! All right, so that was one of my favorite ones. It's uh, let me look at this list. It might be able to come off. I'm now. fine with it coming off. Uh, also, we never really good. took off Hospital Suite, guys. We just skipped over. it. Well, yeah, so. no, that no, was I, the, I crossed it off. That was, that was oh, mine. I thought we were. I thought that was the one that you were saying. If it's everybody's oh. ten. Oh or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Okay, so that stays on. Oh yeah. yeah, so it is Jared's turn then, actually. Okay. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, motherless but motherless oven. oven seems like that's where we're at. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just as a consensus one. So it's by Rob Davis. It's uh, a weird fantasy British world where uh, all the kids construct their parents out of machinery, and nobody really knows where all these machines come from. It's a super weird world. Incredibly, it was so consistent though, and like it all made sense for the weirdness of it. Yeah, it was incredibly inventive. Like there was so yeah. little of it that bore any resemblance to reality, but there was but enough it all of fit. it, yeah. yeah, that it that it made sense. I would say I loved it until the end. I didn't quite like how it ended. Yeah, okay. it was it was a weak ending. I, I think. think so, but yeah. It's but anyway, the, the, the kid escapes yeah. and kind of goes on a, a voyage to the society, figuring out like kind of the mysteries behind some of the stuff. There's like yeah, like when it rains and eyes fall from the sky and like everyone has to hide inside. It's so bizarre and so clever. Really, really cool. Um, so this is getting pretty crazy now. This just like what's on this list. Yeah. Um Do we want to list our tops? Um maybe. Well well we no, can just have conversations as we go yeah, through. Yeah. Uh okay, so the whole thing with Arsene Shrowan is if if you guys want it in, I don't think it should go above ten. That's fine. Just because of that. Yeah. And then we should all read it. And so, we'll, like, that's the we'll only way I'll feel okay with it. Um, but uh, so, weirdly, I think looking at this list in real life. To come off? To come off. Wow. Ooh. I mean, I, but at this point, I'm just open to suggestions. Uh, 22. Bumperhead is, um, I don't know, How to Be Happy is, like, pretty high up for me. Yeah. Um, I know Nick said it was pretty high up for him too. Yeah, me too. I would say, yeah, Bumperhead. Yeah, I mean, if somebody wants to talk about Bumperhead, and all right, yeah, I talked about it earlier, but yeah, it's I'll take it off. I'll let it be taken off. It's like um, Gilbert Hernandez, like I said, just telling. It's just like kids and people talking and hanging out, but 
it tells stories over a long period. It's just like what the Hernandez brothers are so good at, like telling really interesting stories that are kind of quiet and just build up and are amazing. It's, uh, I don't know. Okay. It was definitely my top ten. Yeah, it yeah. was great. It's, I need to read it for sure. Uh, did we already take off Hospital Suite? No, no, we did not. No. Uh, so, okay, so we're looking at 13 books right here, and I'm just going to read them off real quick. Uh, Andre the Giant, Life and Legend, Arson Shrowen. And I will say, I get the Arson Shrowen thing. Like, if people read it and they loved it that much and didn't finish it because we were trying to read a bunch of stuff, yeah. I just wanted to really make sure that, like... Well, no, I, I didn't finish it because we were starting to record. And I was but like, but I you, had to put you it get down. where I'm coming from, I didn't too. finish it because, literally, at one point in the book, it says... It turns and there's a double page spread of beautiful background art. And it says, please wait one week before continuing. And I did. And then I kept writing and I got halfway through the book and it said, please wait two weeks before continuing. I mean, that all Which I thought was great. amazing. And I, yeah, yeah no, I, I definitely get that, that like it can be your favorite and you didn't finish yeah. it. But uh, like I will finish it in t- like tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to start from the beginning yeah. real quick. Andre the Giant, Arson Shrowen, Beautiful Darkness, Beauty, Doctors, Earthling, Hospital Suite, How to Be Happy. In real life, seconds, this one summer, through the woods and wrenchies. Oof. So, I mean, this is all crazy on here now. Yeah, these are all. What about wrenchies, though? <sighs> hmm. No. Yeah. Really? I think I'll be okay with it. I really, really liked it. Um, but like, just re listening to this list, it's not in the top. I mean, it's in my top ten, but it's, it's not. Oh, a... it's in my top ten. How about you guys? Uh, it's not in my. But top uh, 10. some of my top ten have already come off. So this is. The lower of my t- the what's right. left of my top ten. Let me look at my list of what's left of my top ten. Well, Jared, what is not in your top ten on or or Kelly? Like, One, what two, what do you, do you see anything on here that you feel like should just I've not got, be on here? I know you're not a big fan of wrenchies. I'm not a big fan of wrenchies. Um, uh, uh, seconds. Uh, here's what. Yes, seconds. Seconds is, is not in my top five. Seconds might be losing it right here. That's crazy. No. Um. Well, so here's. I think yeah. seconds. I'll is fight like, for seconds to okay. be in. Okay. Okay. Seconds okay. is my top five. Yeah. Right. At least. So, probably in mine too. So here is my top five: Andre the Giant, Beauty, In Real Life, um, This One Summer, and Through the Woods. So actually, yep. Yeah, just saying, like with Beauty, like we were talking about how amazing it was with Uber doing the writing on it, and such a good story, and so dense and so long. Does Beautiful Darkness come off? Just comparing the two Karaskoet books with different writers? I mean, for me, what? how many do we have? 13? Yeah. For me, what I would have off would be... Because um, that's that's tough because, like, it could be... That could be the number one and number two book, and that same argument you just made would still be, you know... Yeah. Like, you could have two books by the same people. I mean, I we know. had it with Frederick Peters before. Um, that's true. I would take off... A bunch of other things before being so, able to me, okay. what, what come okay. off would be uh, in real life, wrenchies, and um, oh boy, the rest are hard. I would think for me, uh, it would be in real life. Well, to take off, to take off in real life, wrenchies, and then a toss up between um, earthling and beautiful darkness all right so it sounds or no like, sorry a toss-up between earthling and hospital suite so it sounds like a consensus is wrenchies which is feral dalrymple's thing the thing i liked about this one is it's uh kind of tells multiple reality stories it's like these kids in this post-apocalyptic wasteland but are all still killing like this cool society and then like a few chapters in suddenly it's telling a story of a comic book and then a few other chapters it's telling a story of a kid in our reality who's reading yeah. a comic book and then they start crossing together so in a lot of ways i felt like it was one of the most ambitious things on here that pulled yeah. off this crazy it, reality like they all start meeting each other and it like, gets a little too weird near the end maybe oh i just think it was like a book you gotta like read eight times <laughs> yeah and get more out of every time 
it's super so, trippy. Yeah, I mean, I, I loved it, it and yeah. all the different uh all the different like groups and gangs and stuff. I thought uh, my biggest problem with Wrenchies was uh, somewhere in this sort of second act of that book, it got to a point where they're just moving from like they they meet a character. That character tells them, "Oh no, I don't have the thing you want. You have to go meet this other character." Right. And that happens like five times in a row, and it kind of started to lose me. But then at the end, when it does get super crazy, I loved yeah. it again, yeah. and uh, I love the wraparound story with the kids and stuff. But yeah, it's just like it's like my number eleven or twelve. Oh like, boy! You know? All right, well, it was my top ten. But all right. Uh, so what was next? Hospital Suite? Yeah, is Hospital Suite actually in anybody's top ten? I guess that's the question. It was. wasn't for me. No? Okay. No, we can take it Well, off. maybe it comes off then. Yeah. Hospital Suite is great, though. It's uh, We talked about it a little bit before when we were talking about Porcelino, but it's um, it's a story about him uh, dealing with disease, uh, particularly Crohn's disease, or they think it is at one point, and it ends up being it's something. A, it's a whole thing where he has just all these symptoms for across like 25 years. And um, I mean, he almost dies a couple times. It's ridiculous. Um, But it's about, so it's about like the physical stuff. It's about the mental stuff and also like stuff that's happening in his, his life around. And the fact that he like meticulously, recorded all of this as it was happening is incredibly impressive. Yeah, Cause I mean, he's lived through as many comics. He's just, he tells his whole life. And so to have this whole kind of spectrum of, these stories in and out of his yeah. life is yeah it's it's so well put together it i mean it's incredibly i read it last night and it was incredibly stressful it is yeah. so stressful <laughs> yeah. to read yeah um but yeah it's it's a great book the only good thing is he's alive and he's doing well so that, that puts it in perspective okay so just looking at are we at 11 we're at 11 we can so. take off in real life if everybody else wants it yeah, off. Let me, well i mean let's look at all what these is, things what like, is it on your list what number is it i mean it's probably five so well mm-hmm. is it if it's five on everyone's list, then we should take off something else, you know? Um, no, it. it's probably more like eight or nine on mine. Let's see. Um, um, maybe Earthling? It's eight on mine. I don't know. Earthling, I Earthling feel... Earthling is so good. I, feel, uh, Earthling... I think Earthling is better than In Real Life. Yeah. So, yeah Honestly, sure. yeah. So In Real Life? I mean, we've got In Real Life right. on the... The other option is... We had In Real Life on the other list. The other option yeah. is Beautiful Darkness. No. no, yeah, Beautiful Darkness is so good. Yeah. We're gonna take off in real life. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, there was definitely a point where I thought in real life was gonna be like our number three or four. Yeah. Um, Just so many good. Books but you know, it's year. our number eleven. It's a, yep. it's like the worst position to be. In. <laughs> That's true. But, uh, yeah, we talked about it before in the kids section. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's a great book, and uh, it could have easily made it into the top ten. I think in another year. Yeah. Uh, but this year was pretty crazy. All right, so you want to read off the top ten? Yeah, so the top ten are Andre the Giant, Life and Legend by Box Brown, Arson Schrauen by Olivier Schrauen, uh, Beautiful Darkness by Fabian Velman and Kara Scoet, Beauty by Hubert and Kara Scoet, uh, Doctors by Dash Shaw, Earthling by Aisha Franz, How to Be Happy by Eleanor Davis, Seconds by Brian Lee O'Malley, This One Summer by Mariko and Jillian Tamaki, and Through the Woods by Emily Carroll. All right, so oh. just as a concession, I believe Arson Schrauen by Olivia Schrauen, we may have to say it at number ten. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, but, just the fact that, yeah. yeah but let, let's just talk about it for a second. For um, reasons. It's, yeah. so yeah. Olivia Schrauen is telling the story, which is supposedly about his grandfather, but it's obviously not true. He goes off to a bizarre and unrealistic colony in the jungle, just full of bizarre weirdness. Well, where, he, he goes to meet his cousin, who's this madman, yeah. who's building... Uh, the, like a, a town of, city in yeah. the middle of a jungle that, I, of course, can't be built. He's and, building like a, the city of the future, but it's all just like jumbled garbage that he puts in piles. Yeah, and he's, he's like, like this is a building that I want to build. And um, 
he, he falls in love with his cousin's wife, um, and they're all super weird. And he gets stranded in this bungalow for a long time. Where but we should we should talk about the art too. It's like um, and the art is amazing. It's like three yeah. colors, uh, kind of like stamped on lettering. It's a very dry dialogue, yeah. just full of utter bizarreness. And like I said, it has those weird breaks in the middle of it where just like yeah. it'll kind of take you in and out of the narrative. Narrative, and there's a weird narrator tone to it, and yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. All right, so that was our number 10, which we had already decided, but what is our number <laughs> 9? <laughs> or, you know, we don't have to do number 9. We can kind of look through this and decide. Um, but we we were talking about a couple things almost yeah. being cut. Wait, what's the number what 10? What seconds? Arson Shrowan. Arson Shrowan. Oh, right, right. Just um, can we put seconds at 9, or do you things. want that to be higher? I would like seconds to be higher than 9, but right. that's me. Here's a weird one. Through the woods? No. Um, I would like that also to be higher for me personally. That's top two for me. Compared to the rest I, of the list? It, it, wasn't, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't in my top ten. Um, but I read all you of it. read so, half of it. <laughs> yeah. I read all of it. It's not in my top ten. Okay. I would feel... It's yeah, not in your read, top ten? You guys, you guys didn't read any of ours. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, the first ten pages. Yeah, but some people read all of it. <laughs> so uh, three of people. <laughs> um, yeah, So so what are we mm. looking at here? I mean, I kind of think we know some of the top stuff. Yeah. What about how to be happy? How to be happy at nine? At nine? Yeah. I could see um, that. Yeah. I could see how to be happy. So. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how to be happy is a collection of shorter stuff by uh, Eleanor Davis. Uh, all of her stories are kind of drawn in different styles, but they're always beautiful. And they always have this kind of common theme about like, uh, like love and technology and like primitive society and yeah. like all these things mixed together uh and it feel like fables in some ways for yeah oh definitely yeah. like yeah they, she's like almost like yeah like it's like a modern aesop or yeah. something like that uh yeah it's a great book uh as you know i, I keep saying that about everything but obviously we're in the These top 10 are. books of the year <laughs> yeah. so they're all great goes without saying yeah but it's a good it's also a good number nine yeah um Let's see. We'll say that seven of my top ten are still on this list. Uh, oh, I think, yeah. Well I think I'm about there, too. Um, Five of mine are. Yeah. A bunch of mine are. Uh, okay. I could see a beautiful darkness at an eight. I could yeah, also I see about that. Yeah, um, a book I love, Doctors, at maybe an eight. No. Yeah, I think Doctors might be higher than that. <laughs> I'm glad somebody said no to that. No, I would definitely um, say no to that. Hmm. Does anybody have a problem with Beautiful Darkness being number eight? Uh, I think I'm okay with that. I'm okay with um, that. Yeah, it might be higher in some ways. But... Super creepy, super weird. Um, it's about these tiny people that live inside of this corpse of a dead girl. Um, <laughs> very dark. Yeah, and then they have um, to leave and they kind of create a society of their own, but, but they're all insane because they've only lived inside of this body of this girl. But the, all... the thing that makes it is that the, the art style is done like this like beautiful classic storybook yeah. and reading it like there's this constant disconnect because your brain is in, in my experience was my brain was interpreting a, this as like, oh, this is the sweet story, but the content is not. Like horrible so things like are happening. So like this cognitive dissonance. Yeah, like, <laughs> and, 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 these cute little girls, uh, little fairy girls, and then they, they get eaten by birds or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also uh, the the um, the little borrower type characters are drawn in that style, but then the the girl that they live oh, in yeah. is drawn wow. in a very realistic style. Yeah. I mean, if if there was ever a book that was like perfectly named, it's beautiful darkness. It's true. <laughs> um, true. Yeah. So, I, but that, yeah, I think that's a good number eight uh, for me. I I mean, you, you know, you guys can help out with the numbering here too, or mm-hmm. you just. 
tell me when I'm wrong. But uh, Andre the Giant seems like a good seven to me. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, so this is Box and Brown. Uh, the subtitle is Life and Legend. And because it's literally trying to be a, a biographical look at uh, Andre the Giant, but also so many legends have built up around his career because that's how wrestling works. Uh, that's a lot of you just can't tell the truth of. Uh, the thing I thought was best about this is I, I didn't know much about wrestling coming into it, but he manages it, kind of his whole slant on it was kind of the pathos of being this giant man out of place with all the rest of society and humanity. Like no buildings were sized for him. He was always stronger and, you know, just out of place with everybody. Um, and I think it's interesting that uh, instead of trying to create a false narrative around these series of anecdotes, right to kind of create a story of Andre the Giant's life. He kind of tells it in, in smaller chunks and lets that, um, you know, it just feels more real. Like, it, like it's, it's, right. it's snapshots of Andre the Giant's life. And he doesn't shy away from some of the awful things that Andre the Giant yeah, did as well. Which was really interesting. Yeah, yeah, but it still doesn't keep him from being a sympathetic character. And I think it's a really uh, deftly told yeah. uh, biography. And he's able to, like, show the size of him through the drawing which is you know something you couldn't get away with like a film documentary or something it's just like he could draw it to loom over every situation and really be out of place it was it was really well yeah, done it's great and what do you guys say about earthling at number six i think i'm okay with that um it was a great book uh, about three women at uh, different ages and different turning points in their life um a mom and her two daughters and uh it's very fascinating got a little bit of the weirdness in it with uh, one girl meeting an alien yeah um, <laughs> yep but otherwise, it's it's pretty grounded. Um, it was a very, very interesting, frank look at girlhood coming of age type yeah. thing. Not even just um, that, like yeah, like coming of age, but then also uh, like the mom dealing with kind of getting coming o- of older all ages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it, um, yeah, yeah, like with the frankness, like it deals with uh, like sexuality in a very frank way, which I think is kind of refreshing, and for sure, it doesn't shy away from things that like people think are gross or whatever like it's yeah. it just seems to be like yeah. a very honest and the art style is i think really simple but um but it serves the story really well it's yeah. another pencil art yeah. one yeah. for this year yeah which Man. seems to be kind of a, a thing that's been happening a lot yeah but i think <laughs> it's, it's really a good, good number six um and then i think seconds might come in at number five i definitely mm-hmm. didn't want it at an eight or a nine but i feel like a five might be good for that i could also see um, through the woods at number five. Um, anybody have any arguments against either of those things? Um, I think seconds is a little higher for me. Looking at the stuff that's left, just because it's again, I don't know. I I will concede through the woods to number five. Yeah, I'm five? okay with that. I think the thing with through through the woods, it's really good. Um, but it's like you know a bunch of shorter stories. Um, well, we're not talking. That, we're that not talking of, about why through the woods doesn't deserve. To no, be but they like now. not not all of them are as. <laughs> good as you know they're not all equally good like they're i don't know all they're all really pretty good great. yeah <laughs> i mean uh yeah i think uh what emily carroll does really well with her uh with a combination of her writing and art is she creates like a sense of unease in her stories right uh like to the point where sometimes uh you don't even like you wonder what's going on in them but not in a way that's unintentional like she just she just creates this atmosphere um of like confusion and fear and she does horror better than I think anybody does horror she, in any medium right and, now. I mean in talking about the fact that it's a collected book of stories like none of these stories was were alike at all they're each 
terrifying in a yeah. different way. <laughs> Sounds like um, they're like as terrifying. I films. mean, it's it's my number two book, so I don't mm. want it at five. But <laughs> um, yeah, I think they yeah they all deal deal with fear in different ways. Like there's body horror, and then there's kind of like the horror of loving somebody. Like mm. she she deals with a lot of different things in it, and I think it's all really smart, and it's a great book. But I think it's also a good number five. Yeah, I mean number uh, five is really high, and then second seconds should be number four. Yeah, four, I'm, I'm good with seconds at number four, um, unless unless people want to argue that doctors should be number four. But I'm mm, good with seconds I at number four. Doctors is yeah, I think is doctors might be three. better. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, seconds is Brian Lee O'Malley's uh, third great work after uh, finishing up uh, the Scott Pilgrim saga, and it in a lot of ways was kind of about himself. It's a uh, uh, chef trying to break out on her own and do a second career on her own so there's a lot of parallels to it uh but she ends up working in a place that's full of kind of like magic so there's like a yeah weird, she's, she's kind of like uh there's a house spirit in her house spirit girl yeah. um and there's these mushrooms that grow under underneath the floorboards that kind of let you change uh one thing you did wrong that day and uh she starts doing that and she steals way more than she's allowed she's, yeah and she starts <laughs> going out of control and things get crazy but it's it's great yeah, and it does a good job of, uh, I think, so Scott Pilgrim did this thing where, uh, you know, it was a mixture of real life and fantasy, kind of magical realism, but in a right. different way than you see in a lot of things. Magical superhero realism. Yeah. Like fighting game realism. <laughs> and uh, I thought that he handled that much more subtly in seconds, and yeah. um, that the sort of magical stuff was more relate- directly related to the psyche of the character yeah. and uh, their character arc and progression through the story. And, uh, yeah, I thought it's great. I think it's uh, the best thing that Brian Lee O'Malley's ever done. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Scott Pilgrim is about sort of like figuring yourself out when in your 20s and Seconds is about the next stage yeah. of your life, basically, figuring yourself out in your 30s and what it's what change looks like and what moving forward looks like. Um, I mean, I loved it, but, yeah. I mean, I think four. it's a good number four. Good Do you want to put Doctors yeah, at yeah. three? Or? I think so. Yeah, I think Doctors is a really good three. A really good three, yeah. Yeah. Um, Doctors is about this kind of um, uh, this doctor who cre- creates this procedure to kind of create a, an afterlife for people when they die to kind of keep them their minds occupied to try to resuscitate them later on, kind of bring them back to life. But involves like the doctor going into their memories to right. try to it's yeah so yeah the doctor has to go into their into their memory to kind of as somebody they know to kind of convince them that it's not that they're dead. <laughs> yeah, and and the whole reason they're doing it is to bring them back to life like so that they they're all like rich people and yep. it's like so their kids can make them change their wills and stuff like yeah. that. It's like really yeah. disturbing. And then and then um, they all end up committing suicide. And yeah. Like and and it ends up like shifting focus. At first you think it's about one of these people, but it ends up being more about the doctors and how the sort of moral toll of what they're doing uh kind of the toll it takes on them. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it kind of has a tragic ending. <laughs> and it's a tiny little book, and it it gets yeah. so much across. It does, and Dashaw's art is—I don't even know. Like, I, I don't yeah. want to say it's simplistic because it's complex in some ways. Even if the line uh, it is simplistic, yeah, the like the line work is simplistic, but then his layouts are pretty complex and, and like, like the some kind of tonal colors and like he puts like shapes. He did this a lot in his other work where shapes over stuff that kind of really shifts how it feels and like the darkness of it. And yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah, like he'll just have whole pages that are just uh, one solid color. And that's yeah. how a lot of the book is. But then sometimes it changes and it's like it always leaves you 
sometimes it leaves you wondering what exactly he was going for, but it always kind of adds uh, like this weird sense of atmosphere to the book, and it gives it this kind of otherworldly feel, which, which I think really perfectly fits, fits yeah. the mm-hmm. narrative. Yeah. Uh, so we're looking at one and two, and Oof. I don't know how much we're going to have to battle about I don't these. Know. But uh, let's just go around the table and, and everybody say what their one and two is, and that might be the easiest way to figure it out. So we're looking at beauty, and we're looking at this one summer. Uh, my number one is beauty. Mm. My number two is this one summer. My number one is through. Uh, I'm sorry, is this one summer? And my number two is beauty. Uh, I would say number one is beauty. Number two is this one summer. Oh my god, and Jared is the deciding. Jared is the now. Dis- I, I well, think not the deciding. Mix it up because like he could be the deciding. They're in, so different. In some way, yeah. In some ways, beauty accomplishes more, but I think this one summer is more perfect. I mean, we, this, that makes sense. It's, it, this is sort of a reflection of the artist conversation because yeah. it came down yeah. to Kariskoat and. Um, yeah. Jillian Tamaki. Uh, Jillian yeah. Tamaki. And Jillian Tamaki did win. She did. Yeah. But the writer of this one, best writer <laughs> yeah. of uh, of Beauty, and the writer of this one summer didn't even make it into the top ten. So yeah. it's like a weird, a weird thing. Yeah. Uh, so my opinion, just comparing the two, well, we should talk about what they're about, yeah. I guess. So Beauty is about a girl named Cotty, who is a, uh, basically her job is to scale fish and she smells like fish and all the other beautiful girls around town make fun of her she's this is, plain she's yeah, just she's a plain pl- girl yeah. in, a, in a medieval kingdom yeah and she uh she cries on a frog because she's sad <laughs> and it ends up that the frog is a fairy and she uh um unlocks it from its like the spell that's been put on it and uh the frog op- or the fairy offers her one wish and she wishes to be beautiful um and the fairy can't make her beautiful but it can make everybody perceive her as beautiful and not only do they perceive her as beautiful, but uh, they want her. They, yeah, they She's perceive like the her most, as the most beautiful, yeah. most desirable thing in the world. And uh, yeah, the level of avarice Which that sort yeah. of surrounds yeah. her wars are fought. leads to yeah. disaster very yeah. quickly. Yeah. So, um, and so through the story, it changes her personality. She she turns from this nice girl into like a very um, she becomes very demanding and uh, realizes the sort of power that she wields and sort of. Gets people to do things for her uh, with no, uh, you know, with no regard for the consequences of it. And things spiral out and out of control. And from there, um, you know, like like they said, wars are fought over her and people die. And then, um, but her character does arc into something. I don't want to, you know, give away the whole book. Right. But um, it does, it the, her character, it resolves in a way that's very satisfying. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the whole thing's done very poetically, I think. Uh the art is Carisquet always does different stuff. I think a beautiful darkness. It's very like watercolor looking. Yeah. This is very like solid colors. Um, it, more, more cartoony and kind of. It's closer to their work on Miss Don't Touch Me. Yeah, yeah, but even, even that. But different. this is yeah. much cleaner than that. Even yeah. um, like it's a lot of uh, solid line weight kind of stuff. I don't know. It's it's it looks amazing. Um, I will say, it is very um, like sort of. I don't I don't know how to put this. Like it's it's very much like a a fable. Yes. Yeah. And it doesn't feel as fresh as this one summer. Yes. And uh hmm. like cuz this one summer I think tells like a coming of age story in a really interesting way. Oh, am I talking about? Yeah, it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this one summer is about um uh two girls who spend a week every summer at this lake house and they're from different cities. So they're just they're only friends for this this one week and they're like they're like 11 and 12 or they're both 12 years old. And so that they're at this point where, you know, they're preteens and they're developing interests. And one of them is much like 
definitely more interested in older things and the other one is still definitely a kid. Um, so it's about basically mainly focused on, on the older of the two or the, the one who was more interested in older things. Um, kind of the things that are happening around them. So you see things that are happening with their families, like her her parents are fighting, and you're, you're, the thing that I love about that whole story is how you are, you are very aware that you're seeing this from a child's perspective. Like, even though you are an adult reading this book, like, you're, you're seeing this argument from a child's perspective. And also, like, the, the kids, the teenagers in this town that, you know, the kind of townies who were there live there year-round, and... The thing that I really, really love about it is that it feels like it feels like a vacation week. It's written with so much nostalgia. Um, it's if you've ever gone on a vacation to like a beach or a lake or whatever, like this is going to ring so true for you. Somebody actually, I think Lucy nicely actually said on Twitter, she was like, it feels like, you know, you're reading the book and it's like you're feeling river rocks under your feet. It is so evocative. And I think that's the, the the difference between these two things, and that also makes it really tough to decide. Yeah, yeah. is that uh, um, they're very different things. Yeah, beauty is very writerly. Yeah, like true. it's very, yeah. it feels very written. Yes. Um, and and feels very clever, and very smart. Yeah. Um, and and those can sound like bad things, but I definitely but also mean all touching those. at the same time. Yeah, yes. sure, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and. And I feel like, and then this one, summer feels very uh, natural, and it has like this flow to it that just feels like it's more ethereal. Yeah, it feels it like feels a memory. Like it, yeah, it feels like it was more. It was born from real life. It's very autobiographical. It yes. feels like even if it's not necessarily. Yeah. And um, yeah. So they're they're hard to judge against each yeah. other. But yeah, um, the thing with this one, summer is um, I don't remember very many specific scenes, but I. I remember more of the feeling of it and how it felt like yeah. um, kind of, you know, like you said, like ethereally nostalgic and weird, weirdly touching. But I don't remember specifics. Well, there's a lot. No, I, I mean, and, yeah, I mean, I think we all read <laughs> it a little like bit some longer specifics, ago, too. But, um, um, yeah, I mean, there's stuff in this one summer that's just like, I don't, it's like. It's very subtle, like it's like a, like a, a little bit of water running over somebody's feet, or like yeah. a or like a bead of sweat dropping off onto somebody's right. leg. It's like this all this like little stuff that's just or just a moment where someone will look at someone and understand something, and they don't have any dialogue, but you see like Jillian Tamaki's so good that you can see the character's face changing as they realize something, or like yeah, there's so many little moments like yeah, that. and it seems to live in those moments, yeah. and um, and I think beauty does seem to be always moving on to the next moment a little bit more. And sometimes it doesn't take enough time with a scene and with like a character. I, I don't know. But then on There's, the other end, like beauty, like you never quite knew where it was going, at least for me. Yeah. Like, oh, definitely. Oh, especially yeah. for having such a fairy tale classic structure at first. You're like, Oh, the fairy and the magic spell and stuff. It's like no idea what was going to happen. And so many twists and turns and yeah. And beauty is, is very funny. I think, which is maybe Parts something it, yeah, that this really one yeah. summer is not like a very funny book. That's true. Um, uh, but Beauty definitely made me laugh a lot. Uh, it's it's so tough. There's well, a lot going I, on. In, what if we have a tie for number one? No. I don't think we can do that. Sure, good. We'd have to add another book on and renumber everything else. No. Um, I don't know. It's tough. I think, yeah. I, I <laughs> think I'm going to change to this one summer. Well, if you're changing this one summer, then it's this one summer. That's oh, because I was going to change to beauty. <laughs> um, well, I'm 
vetoing. I, well, I said this yeah. one summer. She said this one summer, and you he said says, beauty. You said beauty. Did I? Oh yeah. well, I changed this one <laughs> summer <laughs> as well. Then so this one summer. While while I was talking about them, that's kind of where I got. Just to. as far as like being kind of fresh and a little more. Um, was it when we were when we were reading it that when we reviewed it for the first time this year? We're like, this book is perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that says it right. There. It is. It's. Uh, I mean, and beauty is pretty near perfect too. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's perfect too. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, I think that's a great list. Uh, that's good. It's a good number one and two. Yeah, Amazing. I mean, beauty's really good though. I don't know. <laughs> too late. So yeah, it's ready? too late. Yeah, uh, we are ready. So at number ten is Arson Shrowen by Olivier Shrowen. Should be number one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it would be number one in next with an asterisk. At number nine, we should all read it and talk about it next week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should. At number nine is How to Be Happy by Eleanor Davis. At number eight is Beautiful Darkness by Fabian Vellman and Kara Squett. Uh, number seven is Andre the Giant, Life and Legend by Box Brown. Number six is Earthling by Aisha Franz. Uh, number five is Through the Woods by Emily Carroll. Number four is Seconds by Brian Lee O'Malley. Number three is Doctors by Dash Shaw. And at number two is Beauty by Hubert and Kara Squett. And our number one book of the year is This One Summer by Mariko Tamaki and Jillian Tamaki. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Woo! We did it, we you did guys. It. We did it. We did it. Ooh, yay. All right. Yeah. I, I think 2014. Uh, it was a great year for comics, It was a man. great for year, year for comics, particularly graphic novels. I like this, yeah. this was such an amazing category. And, uh, an incredibly good year for women in comics. As yeah. well. Yes. I'll say like all, all of these lists are very women heavy. Yeah, yeah which is great. Which is not the thing that happened in the past. No. And, <laughs> and what, like, what, three or four or more of the books on here on our top ten are like specifically women's stories. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah. And then, you know, Lumberjanes, our top book of the year was all uh, women. So 2014, the year of women in comics. <laughs> but 2015... White guys are taking it back. (laughs) 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 All right. uh, Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for sticking with us and listening to this whole thing. And we will be back next week with a regular old podcast. And uh, as always on our podcast, we love hearing from you guys. So you can send uh, emails to podcast at Big Planet Comics. Tweet us at Big Planet Comics. Ask us on Tumblr. Facebook us. Whatever. Email us. Talk to us in the store. Uh, Let us know what horrible mistakes we made on these lists, what stuff we left off, what things you agree or disagree with. Yeah. And... uh, Talk to you guys. See you next time. I'm Kevin. I'm Kelly. I'm Nick. I'm Jared. And we'll see you guys next time. See you. Bye. Bye.